0: Welcome to the Rotten Round
1: Table. <laughs>
0: What's up and welcome to the horror cast. This is episode number 78 and it is a Rotten Roundtable episode. These are the episodes where we just chat horror. We talk about horror news. We talk about what's coming out, what we're looking forward to. And then we go around the Rotten Roundtable and we talk about the movies that we've been watching. And let me tell you, folks, we've been watching. We've been watching lots of movies because we are on self-isolation time, we're on quarantine, whatever it is, uh, because of the COVID-19, and we have lots and lots to talk about. I am the NATO, and I am one of your hosts tonight, and I'm going to bring in, first of all, the Taminator. What's up, Taminator?
2: Oh my God, you'd think we were (laughs) under a quarantine or something. I'm going to need you all to stay six feet away from me, okay? (laughs) I'm literally... You were the one (laughs) that was hacking up. Yeah, I'm still hacking up. Hopefully, it doesn't occur during the show. But I am back from the dead. Yes.
0: Yes. Happy to be heard, here
3: with
0: my favorite to- people. That's right. Yes. Well, it was good to uh, uh, to have you back. We we actually had to uh, skip one week of Rotten Roundtable. I had stuff going on at work, and uh, Taminator was coughing up a lung. So, uh, yeah. So it, it worked out. It's okay. The world survived. Uh, You have a little special guest with you today, am I right? Yes. Uh, This is uh, the Landinator, right?
2: Hi, everybody. (laughs) Yep, it's my mini um, horror watcher here. We're both stuck in isolation, so, you know, we've been just watching horror movies.
0: Very good. We'll try to keep the uh, adult humor and curse words to a minimum.
2: Well, then he won't know what to do with himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we we normally do anyway. This Every is my kid, okay?
2: Sorry.
0: Every once in a while, uh, you know, poop might slip out or fart or something like that. So, we apologize in in advance, like that, okay? And uh, you let us know. You speak up and let us know what you're what you're feeling about these movies. All right, you got it. All right, okay. Uh, all right, we got two special guests coming in. Uh, uh, from the Friday Nightmares podcast let's bring in uh, Heather Powell what's up What's up
4: Mark Nato Intaminator and Landonator and, and Scott well, so happy to be here oh. and Scott <laughs> the respect i get i know hey
2: everybody scott has a cat named Mr.
4: Bill <laughs> <laughs> and he talks to you all the time
0: <laughs> i do Wait, we're going to we're going to introduce him in a minute so
4: yeah <laughs> he's going to be on the call too yeah mm-hmm.
0: So, so, how are you doing, Heather?
4: Well, I'm great, you know, um, we're all dealing with the plague, mm-hmm. so we've gone back in time, and I've been watching a lot of movies, and I have to say, praise be Mark Nato for making my life easier and creating a list of movies that I've been able to uh, select from, because I have watched, I think, almost 30 2020 movies, mm-hmm. uh, close to, and, and I didn't even watch that many last year, so.
1: the
4: entire year, and a lot of that has to do with you, so thank you, Nato. you're making this time go by much quicker
0: oh, you're welcome, I I know it's a good list, but I I have to apologize you you probably had to wade through some crap,
4: you know (laughs) there was some challenges but you know, that's okay it's important that, you know you you see different things, so you understand what low budget films who don't know how to use their budget
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like,
4: right? Like, you know.
0: Exactly. My, my thought is you have to know what bad is to really appreciate good. Yes. That's, that's exactly. my, that's my you know, philosophy. So, All right. Well, let's bring in Scott Crawford and his uh, partner in crime. Was it Mr. Mr. What? Mr. Biff. Mr. <laughs> Biff. No doubt named after Biff Tannen of the uh, Back to the Future trilogy.
5: Yep, because he is a jerk. <laughs>
0: does does he like knock on your forehead and say hello big fly
5: <laughs> no i think he does that to the other cats because he's the bully
0: well <laughs> oh, that's try. Right. i forgot you have 30 cats
5: I, yeah <laughs> close to it
0: but <laughs> how's it going scott you know i'm kidding
5: oh i know you are and yeah it's going good i'm happy to be back on the show um though you guys are talking about this plague i've been going around kissing everybody
0: that's not what i'm supposed to be doing Scott, Scott set up a kissing booth outside of his house. You know, got to make the money somehow. You get you get to pet Mister Biff and you get to smooch Mister Scott. And um,
5: yes, exactly.
0: That sounds like a really bad adult movie, <laughs> <laughs> or a really good one, <laughs> or a really good one.
4: Hey, Michigan's a strange place. Strange place. Yes. Okay, it's, it's a
5: awesome. that, that Flint water. It's starting to get to my head.
0: That's right. All right. Well, listeners, we uh. We do have a lot to talk about tonight, a lot of movies uh, we're going to be talking about. But we wanted to uh, sincerely just say that we hope you are staying healthy and safe, uh, that you are just taking all the precautions that that you need to take so that uh, you can remain that way. And just take this time and spend with your family, spend with uh, maybe that friend that you might be quarantined or self-isolated with, watch some movies, uh, and and just um, enjoy this time because... Trust me, it's going to end. And then we're going to be back to being the, the, the busiest people on the planet again. So I'm taking this time to really, you know, just I, I'm, I'm reading books that I wanted to read. I'm um, watching a lot of movies. I'm watching uh, movies that aren't necessarily horror. I watched, uh, just told everybody out. We're watching all six of The Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, extended edition movies, back to back to back to back to back to back. And it's it's been awesome. It's been awesome. I'm hoping that everyone uh, in in earshot of this, uh, again, is healthy and safe and stays that way. So hopefully we can help you pass the time. Okay, so let's get right into the news feed. The news feed. All right, the news feed is full of stuff about studios canceling their uh, theat- theatrical movie. Uh, I'm just going to say this, not, not one particular um, movie, but Saint Maud, uh, which was supposed to be in April, has been pulled. Um, uh, James was- Wan's horror film uh, Malignant, which is kind of like a, his giallo thing, that was supposed to be in August. They've already pulled it. Oh, wow. Yeah, they pulled that. Um, I can imagine that the, the, the Saw movie that's going to be coming up. I think that was supposed to release in May. I'm almost yeah. positive that'll be pulled.
5: Uh, it's, it's already been, I uh, think, either pulled or pushed back. They did announce that.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's almost like everything. You know, here, here's, here's something that I want to talk about. Lots of movies being pulled, being pushed back, but what did you think about Universal's um, decision to release their movies that were still in theaters um, and and even movies that are going to be supposed to be coming out and they're going to release them uh, right to your home on VOD. And I think it was $20. Um, Yeah. That's
2: the part that I don't like. I mean,
0: well, well think about it.
2: Yeah. People out of work, right? I know. I know the price is probably comparable, but you got people out of work. They ought to meet us halfway, you know, like 10 charging the price of one ticket.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I understand where I mean, you're coming two from. Two
2: and, and two or three movies, and you're at like sixty dollars. Families just don't aren't going to have that right now, you know. And yeah,
0: maybe know. they'll come down. Maybe they'll come down because maybe uh, I don't know what the numbers are like. Maybe we'll find that out in, in the next week or so. Like what the numbers they're getting are. Uh, did any of yeah. you um, purchase any or watch any?
5: I sure did. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And. Yeah, we'll be probably talking about one here soon, but uh, yeah, I, I actually applaud them for doing this. Like, yeah, the price is high, but I wanted to support them because is kind of the same idea. I was thinking when people were pulling their uh, movies out of the theater, I was like, they should just release them to VOD because at least make some money off of it. And then all of a sudden Universal announced that and I'm going, oh, nice. But yeah, the yep. price tag is a bit steep. But yeah, at the same time, like I'm willing if I have the money because I'm, Thankfully, I'm still working, so I still get paid and everything. Yeah. So I'm, I was willing to support at least one of the movies I wanted to see.
0: Yeah. I, I, um, I think that it's a, a good idea, and I think that those movies that were released were already out in theaters. And I believe The Hunt was the one that had just come out.
4: Yeah. like I think um, it was out for like a week.
0: Yeah. Not even. It, I
4: think it came out on the 13th, and we started to get shut down here shortly after. Yeah, in Ontario anyway. It was like five days later.
0: Now my question is, what about their brand new releases? Are they gonna, you know, put those out on VOD for you know nineteen dollars, or are they gonna keep pushing back and pushing back? Um, I- I'm hoping that well,
2: maybe, like you said, they maybe they're gonna wait and see how these first few do and make a decision
0: from there. Yeah, maybe that and see maybe how how long uh, this this uh, shutdown last. I don't know, but I have already heard that they're considering this is not horror, but they're considering that the, the Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four movie will be the first big budget movie released right to VOD.
5: I think I actually just read something today saying that they pushed it to August release
0: in theaters. Did they? Okay. Yeah, they, I think right. they just announced it today.
5: I think
4: I but
0: I think they were seriously considering Yeah, they were you know, the other way
4: it's a really hard spot for the, theater, for the studios to be in, right? Like as much as, mm-hmm. you know, us as a consumer, I agree with Tammy hundred percent. We have people that are in very situ- serious situ- financial situations right now, mm-hmm. and but they also, you know, these movies, it's not just the big stars that are in these movies. They employ hundreds and thousands of people through different methods of how these movies are marketed, the filming, the production, you know, they need to make some profit. So I think that it's a really tough situation for everyone. And this is a real challenge with the economy, right? You got, you know, you need to make your money because you need to be able to make a profit so you can make more movies and other such things. But at the same time, it's that sensitivity to people that are, you know, having to make some really hard decisions right now when it comes to rent and food, you know? So
2: imagine how the theater owners, they're getting like cut yeah. out.
4: And yep. Where they In make my their mind, money is concessions, right? Like, that's yep, where they make yeah. their money. In my mind, uh, the, the
2: Universal Studios is not hurting. They have some cushion. You know what I'm saying? They could pass. Here's a the time they could pass a little savings on to us. Just yeah.
0: saying. It, 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 you know, I'm not going to say either way. I, 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 I just, you know, m- movie studios have to make their money, too. That's just the way it is. And I um, know.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and I think that if more... Movies get really straight to VOD instead. I'll probably partake, uh, depending on the movie.
4: Yeah. Same here. Um, like if you can afford it. I think that's great. And I think the people that are probably going to order it on VOD may have been the people that would have had the money to go to theater right now anyway and -hmm. would have gone if they had the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Because really, if I don't really want to watch a movie in a theater, I go, I'm going to wait till I can rent it for five bucks or I'm going to wait till it's on Netflix or Shutter or whatever streaming service. Right. So I think that you still have those people who maybe have the finances that will choose to support it. And if we make some money that way and we are entertained and it keeps people from going crazy right now, then all the better. Yeah. I think and that, is there something to
2: uh, to say? Is there a, such a thing as a theater experience? I mean, are you willing to pay the money to go to a movie theater to see a movie on a big, huge screen? You know. Well, I
0: was I was just getting ready to say that, Tammy. It, it, like, I would wait until August to see Wonder Woman. There's something yeah. to say for
2: that you a know? super mm-hmm. a
0: superhero action movie that that needs to be experienced on a big screen. Yes, uh, and that's part, that part of that what you're getting
2: for your for your 20 bucks. You know, you're not getting that on your TV at,
0: at home, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, you know, these, these movies like The Invisible Man, which, by the way, I saw on the big screen, and then I saw it again uh, at home. Um, you know, uh, I I don't think that necessarily has to be seen on the big screen. You know.
5: No, I don't think it does. Yeah, and the same thing yeah. with The
0: Hunt or, or the cartoons that they're, you know, the trolls and Onward or whatever that, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they, they translate, okay, to the because most people have a decent sized TV now. We're not talking about uh, people with 13-inch black and white TVs, okay? We're, most people have a decent sized TV now, to where they're not squinting. But um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, some people are saying this might change the movie business forever. It's uh, a possibility, depending well, on yeah. how it, depending on how it goes, how long it goes, and how. You know how much money they make off of it. You know, because honestly, the the people who are running the the movies, they're getting their money right. And you're saying that the theater owners are the ones that are getting cut out because most of their profit is on that concession. So I do got
5: to give a a shout out to one of my theaters. Uh, It's called Imagine Out in Bertrand. Mm -hmm. I love what they're doing. They are actually. Leaving, I think since the mandatory shutdown, it's not happening anymore. But they were leaving their doors open for people to come in and buy their popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, that's kind of a cool idea and a good way to at least still try to make some money.
2: Yeah, And yeah. let some people who work there work some hours, you know? That's a good idea. Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: I think the movie industry is going to depend on how quickly the United States recovers. And I don't mm-hmm. want to get too political, but you guys have been hit hard. And, yep. you know, Canada, like, we're we're very, very low numbers in comparison. Um, and we rely a lot, like, when we look at movie gross, it always is how much did it make in the United States, how much did it make worldwide. So I think that hopefully, as things get better, I, I, I don't think the theater experience will change. I really, that's not what my gut says. Um, but I think it will be interest, uh, I, and it will be interesting to see what happens in the next month to two months to three, because I enjoy the theater and I I love the IMAX experience. I love getting the uh, the um, the 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 chairs that move. I don't know what you guys call mm-hmm. it there. We call it D box here in Canada. Yeah, d box. Um, and that, love wow, it. Like, I, I'll pay the money for it for some you movies. D- like I, I love it. I'm down. I'll pay the thirty bucks. Like it's, you don't know it's, what that is, Scott. We we no. call them Dream
2: Loungers.
0: Mm -hmm. Basically, you go in and you sit down in 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 the leather chair, and like say the uh, the first movie that I saw with it was Mission Impossible, um, one of the Mission Impossibles, and like when stuff happens, like your seat rumbles and moves, like if you're in a car, if they're in a car chase, like the the seat moves, um, you get mists of water, (laughs) you know. Wow,
5: I don't know if uh, I don't even know if Michigan has any of those types of theaters. When you come to
4: Canada, Scott, I'll take you.
0: Yeah. Okay, deal.
4: But yeah, the borders are neat. open again. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Run for the border. Okay. But definitely uh, check it out. It's, it's definitely an, an, interesting, uh, <laughs> an interesting thing to experience. It's not for every movie. but yeah. All right. Um, next little bit of business is going to seem like an advertisement, but it's really not. Um, Shudder uh, in April is called Halfway to Halloween Month. And they're bringing up, bringing back the last drive in with Joe Bob Briggs.
1: Yay. Yes.
0: Uh, season two. For those of you who like Joe Bob and like the, I love uh, him. the commentary that he does on these movies. It's great. Oh, it's um, hilarious. And I, and I wanted to say this. Um, I don't know if they were planning this or this is just, you know, a way to get people because people are home, right? People are like, I need something to watch. So they, you know, did they push, did they bring this? I don't know. Um, but if you are a new subscriber, if you do not have a subscription to shutter, um, you can get the whole month of April free by using the code shut in. Okay. Yeah.
5: That's awesome.
0: <clears throat> yes. So that is my, uh, I'll just, what am I trying to say? That is my uh, suggestion to you if you do not have Shudder. Man, if you're home and you're stuck in home and you want to watch some movies, man, Shudder will keep you busy for lots of time if you're a horror movie fan. So go on there, use that code SHUTIN, and uh, and get yourself a free month of Shudder. Um, here's what it, what it says. Uh, there's the premiere of the new Shudder original series, Cursed Films. And that's a five-part documentary. You guys hear about this one yet?
4: Mm-mm. Yes. I saw about it briefly today, yeah.
0: Yeah. What, what do we always talk about? Uh, cursed films. Films that had, a, had a, a curse to it, like The Exorcist. You know, people died on set or people, mm-hmm. whatever. The pol- uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist, Roman, yeah. The Crow. Twilight Zone, the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a documentary, you know, uh, exploring the myths and the legends behind some of those uh, notoriously cursed films, which I think is kind of cool because that's something that people always like to talk about.
5: Yeah, I Um, will definitely be watching that.
0: Yes. And I love long-form documentaries. Five parts. I love that.
5: Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah. Um, The second season of the Australian horror series Wolf Creek uh, is coming out in April. Uh, The Friday the 13th Collection including the first eight movies in the franchise, including the six-hour documentary, Crystal Lake Memories. If you've never seen that, that, that is like, I don't even know how to say it, but it's like the pinnacle of horror documentaries Like for, for a movie. I mean, it just goes okay. so long and so deep, and so many of the actors and actresses and directors and everything that were involved in those movies, and uh, it, it's really great. Uh, you guys have seen that, haven't you?
4: Oh, I've I watched have. it many times. I've yes. watched it multiple times. I like it so much. It's so well done. They it's do. So well and they, done. Have that,
0: they have a book uh, that kind of goes with it. If you've ever, it's like one of those big, heavy coffee table books. Um, oh,
4: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I don't have it, but I think it, it, it's still available. But it, it might be like $100. bucks. i am not sure.
5: Yeah, it's um, definitely worth watching for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Especially if you're a, a slasher fan or a, a Friday 13th fan. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, oh, newly added movies, uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. or gal Susan would love that. Absentia, if you want to see uh, <laughs> Flanagan uh, cutting his chops before he went big. That's a good movie. We That's Are What We movie. Are. Uh, Voice from the Stone, which is um, – that was a decent movie. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. I call it like a thriller. That was uh, what's the, the girl's name from uh, Game of Thrones, Khaleesi. Oh, uh, 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 Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah, she's in that. And then the Siren. So I just wanted to uh, to put that out there. I know it seemed like an advertisement, but it really isn't. It's just a recommendation. Of, you know, check that out. There's lots of good stuff coming up on Shutter uh, in April. And by the way, that's just the new stuff. There's so much good stuff on there. You'll you'll just lose yourself. You'll be like, okay, what happened? Uh, I've been watching movies for 16 hours. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's me every day. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> yeah. Since this yeah, pretty story, much. That's absolutely every day. <laughs> and then the last thing I want to talk about, uh, we had said something about this before, about uh, a new Friday the 13th uh, film set coming out. Uh, do either of you guys... Any of you guys or girls own that um that like 10, uh yep. Blu-ray. Do you
1: I do.
5: Yeah. I ended up finding it for like sixty bucks like at FYE used before like shot up in price.
0: Yeah, we talked about this, didn't we? I think we did. I don't remember. I think we but, might have. Uh, I, I know that uh you know it, there's because of the legal stuff, uh there's been a real problem getting something put together. Well, it says that uh, this year marks the 40th anniversary of the Friday 13th franchise. And uh, they they get we've gotten um, uh, confirmation from different actors who have been uh, doing like commentaries and interviews for this thing that's getting put together. So it, it is happening. Um, it, says, uh, it says I'm just going to read it directly. We don't want to jump the gun on reporting anything based on Ah, uh, solely on the comments of these actors and actresses, but this week, Jason Goes to Hell director Adam Marcus similarly similarly took to Facebook to let fans know that yes, a brand new twelve film Blu-ray set is on the way. Uh, he, he says furthermore that for the very first time, it will include the unrated cut of Jason Goes to Hell.
5: Nice
0: on Blu-ray. So. I don't know what has taken them so, so long. I mean, there's so much money to be made on this. I guess that's the, what's taken them so long is who's going to get the money. Right. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So it hasn't been uh, released for a long time. And this uh, is something that's been out of print. And uh, we're ready to go, man. I'm ready to get this because I never got the one uh, that you're talking about. And uh, the, the 10 with Jason on the front. Mm-hmm. I remember a few years ago. Do you remember the Halloween um, set that came out? Yes, I do. Yeah, I bought that bad boy first day. I, I know it was like a hundred some dollars, hundred twenty nine dollars. I bought it. It doesn't matter. Nice. Guess what? I already owned every movie. <laughs> if
5: that was me with Friday the Thirteenth, I was like, I already yeah. owned all the movies. But screw it, I'm buying this. Yes,
0: yes, but I need this in in, uh, in the worst way. So, is anybody <laughs> else going to get this? I know Scott will get this. Uh, Heather and, and you know, uh, Tamina. I-
4: I don't collect a lot of movies. It's not my thing. I'm not a big person that does rewatches either, Mm -hmm. but I like to, I collect um, (laughs) socks, not kidding. I have a collection of horror socks and I like to collect toys and mugs. That actually is my thing. I I find with the DVDs, everything is digital and I'm not somebody who cares enough to have a collection of DVDs that I can access. And plus I can just borrow it from Scott. That's true. He has that enough is that I so could true. just take it now, home and bring it back to him in a couple of months. So
0: I'm going to yeah. I'm going to talk to you here about the wonders of the physical media. <laughs> I want to let you know that as this pandemic grows, that there'll only be about, you know, 900,000 people left on the earth <laughs> after this is all over. Uh, there will be no more digital, there'll be no more movie screens. And uh, there will only be that little Blu-ray player that you have. And if you don't have any Blu-rays to play, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. Your, your Your computer will crash. The hard drive will go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I'm I know, guess
4: like, we're going, going to Scott's, to Scott's house. I don't know. To
0: know. Like- no, <laughs> Scott's dead. Remember? Only $900. <laughs> oh, oh God. I died. <laughs> I died in the <laughs> stereo. But, but Mr. Biff lives. Mr. <laughs> Biff will live. <laughs> he lives on. He is yeah. resilient. <laughs> no, I understand about the physical media thing. I, it's what I like. I like to hold something in my hand. I, I enjoy, um, you know, the, the better the packaging, uh, is, the better, you know. I, I like it. Like, um, uh, I like steelbooks. Like, I'll, I'm a sucker. Like, I'll buy a steelbook even though I own it on Blu-ray. Like, it's the same movie. There's nothing different. Well, it's a, it's a metal box. <laughs> I got to get it, you know. That's just the way I am.
1: Maybe
4: They've it's got- a guy thing, Heather yeah uh, yeah i think so because i haven't met i don't know i've I've never talked to any of the other ladies because there's like six of us um (laughs) but i don't know maybe we should all get together and see if any of us probably all together we have like 20 dvds or maybe i don't know i don't have that many probably other people have more than what i have but yeah it's uh but you know what someone needs to keep these businesses going so you guys keep buying those tins and the 15 hour uncut version of jason goes to hell Tell Hell yeah. Have it,
0: we will. We will. We'll so keep thick. it going live. <laughs> exactly. So, all right, well, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to go around the Rotten Roundtable and talk about what we've been watching. And we're going to go around the rotten roundtable, uh, talk about what we've been watching during this uh, self-isolation, this pandemic. So let's see, Terminator and Lamb Landinator. What have you hey. been watching?
2: Uh, well, the first one I watched without the Landinator, and it's my heavy hitter. <laughs> I'm going to come out of the
4: gate with Swallow.
0: Anybody else? Oh, seen it? oh I, I want
4: to it, but I on seeing it. So I'm I looking forward just... to hearing what you have to say.
0: Just started it, and I had to stop it. Uh, she was just she, she ate a marble. Yep, <laughs> and I had to stop it. And I was like, "That's gonna hurt when it comes out." But <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: that's no, that one's tame for where she's gonna end up going. So I'm just gonna come out right out and say this is sitting at my number one spot for the year. And I know we're only in March, but it's gonna take wow. something big. To knock it off. Yep, I fell in love. I'm gonna marry this movie. So, I think, but you know what? it's like in fabric, I cannot recommend this to everybody. I think this is one of those. You are gonna love it or you are gonna hate the Taminator for recommending this piece of garbage to you. So I think there's um two ways you can see this movie kind of choose to just watch it as like a provocative psychological thriller about a girl with an eating disorder um, and watch it just to enjoy all the body horror. And that kind of thing. Or you can look at it as an in-depth study for PICA as a metaphor for women losing control of their body and their body agency and kind of a lot of experience that a lot of women have. So it it stars Haley Bennett as Hunter, which you guys might know her from, um, let's see, she was Christy which yep. is a movie you turned me on to, Mark, from 2014.
1: Oh, great it's a, movie. such
2: a good movie. Um, she was in The Hole from 2009, if you guys remember that. Mm. She looks like she's about 13 years old in this movie, and she kind of acts like it. So
0: She's she played, also the uh, the female protagonist in uh, The Magnificent Seven, oh, if you don't remember that, that know remake that. of that Western. Yeah, she's really good in that movie.
2: Um, but as you start to watch her you see that there's like as you get to for a little further in the movie you see there's a whole lifetime behind those eyes of hers and so she plays shy submissive hunter who goes from working in retail to being married to this douchebag ba- douche richie who comes from a wealthy family with and she has dominant nearing in-laws who are like paying all the bills and she discovers she's pregnant and she suddenly realizes how trapped she is And she begins eating household objects. She comes down with pica, which is a very common um, thing that can happen to pregnant women. I had it, but mine never went any farther than the ice. But when I tell you, like, I mean, like, I had the desire to eat dirt. I never ate it. But usually it goes ice, dirt, and then, like, metal. Because what they think it is is that your body is missing some really important minerals. And it'll start asking for weird things as a way to get it. Mm -hmm. and she starts eating metal objects from her house and it's so she starts out with like a marble and um then a thumbtack and Mm -hmm. a jack and it just kind of goes on from there um and i know that this is kind of new so i don't want to like give too much away but it's it's just the story of a girl caught in a really desperate situation who's still trying to live up to what everybody expects from her, keep up like this perfect, you know, public persona with her husband and this great life and she's like dying inside and so I don't want to give too much away but it's just the story of what ends up happening to her and she you just slowly there is very little dialogue in this movie. And mm-hmm. it, it tells a lot through what you're visually, you know, what you're seeing with your eyes. So it's it's an extremely slow, slow burn. Like, I would say all the quote-unquote good stuff happens in, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie. Although I enjoyed the whole thing very, very much. But if you're looking for that, you know, the horror part of it and all that, you're going to wait a while to get it. And there's lots of horror that's happening to her, like... Um, I don't know, one of her husband's friends comes on to her and the husband doesn't even care They'll, you know, she's got like these everyday horrors and the horrors of what's happening to her body and mm-hmm. I just think it's just, oh wow, it's so 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 good, and if you don't mind a slow burn that's pretty dang heavy, you might really like this movie so that yeah. was Smaller
4: I'm watching it tomorrow yeah. Yeah. it's, definitely, it's <laughs> definitely on
0: my list uh, and I, I gotta get back to it uh, because it it was good, you know. As as I was watching, I was like, "Man, this is really well done." Uh, it's it's a it's looks like it's a high budget movie. It's not a low budget movie at all.
2: No, um, but it's it's very art house. But you can tell it has a has somebody put some money into this thing, and it is very beautiful to look at. Definitely. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I agree yeah, with I you.
2: mean, really, if you don't want to invest too much in it, and it, it would be <laughs> fine to just kind of watch it as a horror movie of somebody with this terrible disease. Really. Well,
0: my There's- my my thoughts were. Is, is it um, horror enough? You know, that's what I was kind of wondering. So you, you kind of answered that for me. So there will be some horrific stuff at the end.
2: There's some horror. And then um, without, as you get into her backstory, she's had a lot of horrifying, horrific things happen to her in her life. And so okay. you get kind of, you know, get into more of that kind of stuff too.
0: Okay. Very good. Very good. You got another one?
2: Um me and the Landinator just watched The Hunt. Um
0: All right. <laughs> is is yeah, this the th- one that you uh watched, Scott? Yes, it is. Uh and Heather. Very good. So all of us have watched this. I watched it as well. <laughs> so what'd um, you guys think? What'd you think uh Terminator? So It was
2: it was okay. I think I would give it like a six or a seven, maybe. It's a little hard to talk about without totally, completely giving it away right out of the box there. But it's really just a satire on the haves and the have-nots, really. And the ridiculousness of both sides and kind of the protagonist of the movie kind of goes in and shakes everybody up. And I think she can see each of the classes for, you know, what they are and how ridiculous they both are. And she's kind of in the middle, not way left, not way right, and she sets the whole thing on its head, so:
1: Yeah, yep Scott What'd you, yeah.
5: you think?: I absolutely loved it. Uh, I had just so much fun with this. Uh, um, I love the way that, yeah, it shows both sides just being completely ridiculous. But I also love the cast because there were a couple of characters in this, I'm going, "Oh, okay, this is
0: the lead. Oh, maybe not. Okay,
5: this is new. New.
1: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. yeah. that
0: you? Uh, that was like psycho. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But even, even at the end, was like two or three. Like I was like, oh, this person is in- oh no, they're not. <laughs> right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also a huge fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And Dennis Reynolds, the char- the guy that plays Dennis Reynolds, is actually one of the main or ca- er, one of the characters in this as well. So I, I love yeah. the fact that he was in this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what's but, the what's the lady's name? Uh, that's the lead. Um, she, I know she she's uh, the the main character along with um, Allison Brie from that sh- uh, series Glow.
2: Right. Well, who does she play on there? The American. What's her name on Glow? I was trying to think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, forget the name. Uh, Betty. Yeah,
4: Betty. Betty yes. Getty.. Yeah. If want, yeah. I didn't really recognize
0: her at first because she's kind of glammed up in Glow.
4: Oh, yeah, and she's,
0: and, and she's not definitely here. She, not she, in she, here. She's, she's a badass to hear. Her name is oh. Crystal
2: in the movie, but I can't think of what her name is in real life.
5: Oh, Heather had said it was uh, what Betty Gilpin? Betty,
2: yeah. Betty. Okay, oh, yes. Is it? Okay.
0: And I'm telling you, man, she's a... To me, she's an action star waiting to happen. I mean, yeah. I, thought, I thought she was fantastic in this movie. And this was a, you know... This was a gritty role, I think. There was a lot of stuff uh, that she had to, uh, to go through and she was, she was up to the challenge. I liked it.
1: Heather, I did you like Davis. it?
4: Oh yeah, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It's going to be up high for me. Um, I really like political movies, and I didn't find this as much political, like, trying to send a message. It more or less just talked how ridiculous everything is. Like, mm-hmm. I like the exaggeration of the left and <clears throat> the exaggeration of, like, things that yes. happen in the right. I liked the, the play on social media. Like, I think that when I saw the original trailer for this back in the summer, I thought it was a very different film. Mm -hmm. and i don't know if they changed it i don't think they did i was actually listening to no more room hell fresh cuts on this today and they did a great job of covering it so i would say if you've seen the movie listen to them talk about it they do a fabulous job um i enjoyed it quite a bit um some great gore in it funny easy to watch I, i it was right up there for me and yet again everyone's different right like what you dig and what you don't dig but i i dug this
0: yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, I liked it. Uh, it's not—I don't think I liked it as much as uh, you two, Scott and Heather—but I did enjoy it, and um, I, I'm the same I'm on the same boat. Like this is this is a movie that got pushed back from its initial release because of you know political tensions, and and uh, you know I think there was a there was some kind of a shooting. That there was uh,
2: shootings
0: in yeah. Dayton and El Paso. Yeah, and because of those that I guess they were politically motivated shootings or something, they, they thought this was in poor taste to release it at that time. And, you know, it it is what it is. And it was kind of like getting a lot of uh, hate for uh, this. This movie is, you know,
1: trash and
0: all that stuff. And and they, they kind of used it, I think as a, a launching pad. Yeah, they really did. Yeah. To get people to, you know, their, their poster was like the, uh, the movie that, you know, everyone's talking about, but nobody's actually seen, you know, everyone <laughs> yeah. says it sucks. Everyone says it's vile, but nobody's even seen it. So, yeah,
5: yeah. And I just feel so I felt so bad, though, because it's like it finally gets released and then everything happens. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to rent it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like good gravy. <laughs> like everything that could go wrong uh, went wrong. But, uh yeah, I think I think it probably. I don't think it was like a real high budget movie. I'm not even sure, but maybe it was probably in the in the uh, fifteen to twenty million range. I bet you. I, I bet you they make it back. I did. Yeah, Tammy, you had something else to say about it.
2: I was just gonna say it has one of the best fights and scenes in it since they live in between two girls.
1: So oh, we're seeing awesome. it just mm-hmm.
2: for that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think. It's going to be, I mean, I really think it takes, I know what side I fall on, but I think it really forces all of us to hold a mirror up to ourselves and see the ridiculousness of everything. I mean, I think we'd all like to think we're crystal, but I think we either probably tend to lean one way or the other, and it really kind of makes us take a look at ourselves and how ridiculous a lot of this stuff is. And, I mean, if this was pushed off because of mass shootings, I think... I, I Okay, I mean, I guess, trying to keep the masses happy, but I really don't see where this really has anything to... It's offensive in any way or anything like that. It's completely off-the-wall, balls-out ridiculousness. Yeah. You know, it's a complete fantasy. May,
0: may I so. ask, what, what did the Landonators think about it?
3: What did you think about it, <laughs> Um, It would go in my top eight...
2: Oh!
0: Oh! Nice! Oh! Wow! Nice.
3: Wow! You
0: got you got you got this kid doing a list already. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are hearing this first, along with me. Well, go ahead, honey. There's we're one
3: two. thing I didn't like about it. They killed off so many of the characters first.
0: Like, yes. The people they that did. you some want, of the characters yeah. that, yeah. that, that yeah. you that you knew and you were like, oh, I like them, and then <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty Just much like that right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, but that's, that's kind of what we term uh, talk about as like the psycho effect. You know, because the movie Psycho, Janet Lee was this really famous actress and she was the star of the movie and she gets killed, you know, 20 minutes into it. So, yeah, it, it kind of gives you that, uh, that psycho effect. But I kind of enjoyed that because you, you weren't nice. sure like who's going to survive, who's going to It's
2: off-putting, you know. Like you're like, whoa, what, (laughs) what is happening? What is happening?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yep, exactly. Let me just say, this ain't us. Get that? Did you get that? Yes,
2: Mm -hmm. I did. I got that. (laughs) I got it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I got it.
0: (laughs) All right, let's go, Scott. Give us two. Uh,
5: All right, so the first one I'm going to give is uh, definitely in my top five of so far, and. It's one of those where I've seen people that have seen it like weren't big fans of it or just didn't consider it horror, but I figured there was enough horror elements into it that I would add it, Uh, and that is the uh, movie After Midnight. Oh yeah, oh this this movie connected with me on such a uh, profound level because I you know went through a divorce and about a year ago, so like. This felt like my type of relate, like the relationship I was in. And, Mm -hmm. like, just seeing the way these characters, like, handled everything. Well, I guess I should say, like, the story is a guy, like, gets attacked, keeps getting attacked at night after his girlfriend leaves him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then when she ends up showing back up, like, the monster, like, kind of stops attacking. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, just the dialogue between, especially there was, like, a, good like five to seven minute long scene just between the two characters and man i i was just like in awe i had to like i pretty much sucked uh soaked every bit of that dialogue in like it has like some amazing dialogue and the character development is incredible um but yeah i can see why a lot of people wouldn't say this is horror because yeah you get a monster but it's very brief throughout the film but mm-hmm. yeah, just the way they built up the relationships and everything is what really affected me. But I did love like the, the last like 10 minutes, even though there was like a weird karaoke moment,
1: <laughs> but yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree that, you know, some people are not going to find this as horror enough, but then it's most definitely horror, uh, whether it's horror enough for you, who knows, but it's the same people that did the battery.
5: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yes. And, and that's the a very similar type of movie. I mean, it's two guys uh, in a in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. And that movie is great, not because it has such great zombie effects whatever. It's a relationship movie. Um oh. and that's what this is. It's a relationship movie uh, with a monster. Yeah. And the monster is is kind of cool looking.
5: Yeah, I, like when it finally show give you that big reveal, it has an interesting look to it. I'm not, like a looks kind of fake just cause like it's in full lighting and everything. And, but at the same yeah. time, like I love the design of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't look like anything I'd seen before, you know? <laughs> right. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I like the The, um, there were some really cool parts. Like when he's out there, uh, I was in like a cornfield or just some sort of like brush area. And you finally see, they put the, the flashlight on it. Oh like you yeah. finally see it. And it's like, ah, you know it was like it was kind of shocking i was like Ooh. but yeah, yeah that me out you gotta you gotta like you know dialogue you have to like movies that you know have something to say other than just you know blood and guts and gore and whatever it, it's definitely uh not for somebody who's expecting wall-to-wall action yeah you
5: know? right yeah, because this is a very slow-paced movie, but, yeah, if you are into dialogue-heavy films, then I definitely recommend this one. This is in my top five for sure.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I liked it. It's not in my top five, and I, and I-, I did like it. I, I would have liked a little bit more Monster, but, um, yeah, it's-, it's definitely a well-made movie. Definitely. Yeah. You know, um, anybody else seen it?
4: Yeah, I saw it. Um, Scott and I watched it at the same time. And I think what really stood out with the movie, the only thing I want to add, is they used their budget well. This is an yeah. example of a low-budget mo- movie that did what they needed to do with simple sets, simple costumes, but used their money for the areas that they needed to use it for. Which we don't <laughs> always see with low-budget movies. Right? Yeah. Like, and, I, and I think that's what made it decent. And I do think the acting between the two main characters is what made that movie good.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, I agree you haven't seen this yet, Tammy? No, I haven't, yeah, I'll think
2: I was looking like it. at it. I just haven't watched it yet.
4: You would like yeah. it, Tammy, knowing your yeah. taste, I think you would enjoy it, yeah, I think You're so right. too. Watch it.
0: got another one, Scott?
5: yeah, this one I'm gonna kind of do a like favorites and least favorites in my two, so now it's one of my least favorites mm-hmm. and Mark, you Nato, know, I think you might have seen this one. Uh, the Pigster. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> I, oh. Think I, I think I called it like a steaming pile or like an abomination or something. It was, it's
5: oh, my. I, I don't even know what the point of this movie was. It was so bad, but it's like, I, I don't you know. I we of
0: might remember, look at this. We might look at this in about. 15 years as like troll Two, right it is so bad because like it's
5: like about a pig demon that is like sacrificing people to his god or something like that and like he finds one specific woman that he's trying to hunt down but he's killing everything else in his way and it's like it's over the top gory i'll give it that mm-hmm. and
0: but Oh, well, it's yeah. not good gore. It's, no, it's cheap gore. It, it's cheap special effects. It's uh, horrible acting. Yeah, horrible terrible. dialogue. And the pig demon
5: plays a guitar and plays it terribly. And just mm. oh my, like, oh this, it's what was like an only like an hour and ten minutes long, but it felt like it took two hours to get through. It was terrible. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm with you, buddy pigster
5: yeah i lost uh, brain cells watching that one i think
0: <laughs> yeah what makes me want to watch these movies i don't know but i'm a completist so i gotta see everything but that that thing was a was a, a bomb, an abomination so if you're not a completist stay far <laughs> yes. far away from pigster yes all right uh let's go heather
4: so i watched um one of Netflix' newest release that was actually screened at TIFF. I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before. You would probably know better than I would, Mark Nato. Uh, the platform.
1: Um,
4: and it. W- anyone else? Have you guys all watched it too? Yep. I have not yes.
0: seen it yet. It's on the list. I want to Landonator
4: watched it. Mom tapped out. No, mm-hmm. mom tap But Landonator. So Landonator, yep. what did you think, buddy?
3: I loved that movie.
4: That uh-huh. What did you love about it?
3: I. I thought it was interesting that they would. It was kind of hard to figure out what was happening at the beginning. Mhm. It was kind of like intense at the middle <laughs> when everything happened. Yeah, that's what really I good like description. the description. What I like about it is um that they would each time wake up on a new platform instead of just one the whole entire movie.
4: Yes. That's better. Yeah, that's really, you know what? I think you should be a podcaster. Would you like to come <laughs> on Friday Nightmares sometime? Um, you did a very good job. Thank, you know, and that's what I liked about it too, buddy. And what I really liked about it was I thought that it's very fitting to what we're seeing in society right now. I think the idea mm-hmm. of take if we all just took what we needed. Yeah. Um, and it was a really, I. it was a heavy movie. It was a well done film, well filmed. And it's, it's a hard watch. Um but I think it's, it's an important message and there is definitely some um, gory scenes in it.
5: Yeah, just, just a little bit.
4: Right? I don't, Scott, you want to... I don't, I don't want to give too much of it away. Um, yeah, because I'm going to
0: watch it tomorrow. Add. Yeah, I'm like it's... Watch. Is this it's Spanish... No, su- oh, is this English subtitles?
4: No, uh, it's dubbed. Oh, no, dubbed? there's,
0: uh, there, there's
5: uh, English subtitles.
4: Okay, not in, not in Canada. Oh. The one that I have in Canada is dubbed okay, I don't have cause... access to the subtitle one. Okay, because. <laughs> you know, Mar-
2: yeah, we watched it because I was watching with Landon. we watched you know with them speaking in English. Don't do that.
4: No, okay. if you can watch the subtitle one, I would, I don't yeah. have access to it. Okay
5: but... yeah, because there's the option to watch it in subbed or dubbed yeah. for us I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree with Heather. this like really hits home on everything that's going on right now in society and. Like,
0: is this it like is, a like a classism, like uh, a yeah. have-nots have type thing?
4: I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I would go there. I think what this is about is human nature. Okay. Because Actually, I, yeah. think, I think this is about... You know, <clears throat> just, and, and, you know, this was like my political songbird, okay? Like, if we just took what we needed from the environment, if we just took what we needed, instead of gorging on anything, whether it be toilet paper, environmental resources, people's time, whatever um mm-hmm. there would be more for everyone yeah. you know and everyone could make it and it's and it's definitely the acting in it is very good i thought very solid um you buy in and care about what happens to most of the characters um i don't know tammy had to walk away half through so maybe we should get <laughs> her thoughts on <laughs> it too Maybe it was you her know, Jane. So, uh,
2: okay this just was not for me and this is weird like we he, Landon and I started watching it this morning about 20 minutes and I'm like I this is not for me. But although I do think some of it was the mismatch of the voice and the, you know, it was really bad dubbing.
1: It was, yeah.
2: Which I think I need to try re-watching it where I can read the subtitles but I don't know, it just wasn't for me. I came in my room to see if there's any work available for me to do and um, finish up my notes for tonight and I walked back out there like 20 minutes later and he's watching it and I really <laughs> thought it was a really heavy... You know, oh, like, I mean, very heavy. He, he told me he was going to watch Gumball, you know, like <laughs> that costume, Gumball. and I go out there and he's he's finishing up flat, <laughs> platform platform and I was like, wow, buddy, really? OK, <laughs> he really liked it. So nice. It's heavy, though, I thought.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And I do heavy. recommend uh, definitely going back and giving it a watch, Tammy, with uh, subtitles.
2: I know I'm hearing yeah. such good things. So I think maybe I just need to give it a clean slate and start over with the subtitles.
4: And and Maybe you don't are wrong. It you Don't wrong. Dinner throughout
5: it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you have an iron stomach like me, because I because Heather told me not to eat during it, but then dinner was ready, so I was like, "Well, I'm not going to stop the movie," so I ended okay. up eating while watching it Scott's and didn't
4: psychopath. have
2: any. <laughs> I cannot. Do... No, I cannot do that chewing noise. in this whole movie is that freaking chewing. It me...
1: so is. Oh, I'm like, like, oh my god! I got like get out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We just lost, like, 15 listeners. Yes. No. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> so, uh, you got another one for us, right? Sure
4: do. Um, so, I've been trying to push myself to watch more foreign films. This one, if I had had the, um, this the English subtitles, I would have watched it in that. But I watched The Golden Glove um, mm-hmm. earlier this, this um, I think, February or January. Um, it's, it's not in my top 10, but I wanted to mention it because I think that the acting in it is, is very well done by the main character. I actually looked up this actor. Um, he's a very good looking man. He does not look good looking in this movie. So the, um, the makeup artist props to them. And the story I know takes liberties. Like any real life serial killer story, it takes liberties with the story, but I found it a very interesting story to watch Mm-hmm. All of the characters came together very well, but I felt dirty after watching it.
1: Yeah. Like
4: I just felt like my house needed to be scrubbed down, and I needed to be scrubbed down, and the movie should be scrubbed down. But that being said, the acting, um, I thought the sets were very reflective. When I read a little bit more about the story, they, they captured a lot of things really, really well. Um, and I think foreign films, they don't hold back like north american films do
1: mm-hmm. um, no they
4: don't you know and i and i have a lot of respect for that so i think this is a movie that if you really enjoy learning about serial killers and you can sit through some pretty graphic stuff and you appreciate good acting um you will like this film but it is a long watch and and we <clears we're throat> heavy it is a heavy watch i don't know if anyone else has seen it besides me i, I haven't do. seen it yet
0: yeah, I've seen it. I saw it last year. It it's it's been out for a while, so it's technically a 2019 film. Oh, okay, but it didn't get any like uh, I think in 2020 is where it's gotten some some legs. So a lot of people might uh, consider it a 2020 film. But well,
4: I don't think we got it in Canada. We get films later than you guys do. So yeah. <laughs> Twenty twenty list. <laughs>
0: um, but I I agree with you. It it's definitely a well made movie. The acting is definitely good, but man, it is so gross. And uh, I've said this several times. I don't know if I've said it on air, but on Facebook. It just, it, it, it actually, you can smell the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so dirty. Ask,
2: what is it about?
0: What it's about, about a serial killer in um, uh, early 70s uh, Germany. And um, is the Golden like Gloves, basically, the name of the bar. That he picks yeah. up his his victims in, but it, it, I mean it's just I mean it's just poop and blood and pus and is I'm sorry it's just gross. It's
4: graphic murder scenes too. Like there are some scenes in there that yeah is snuff filmish. Like, it, <laughs> well, like it's is it like Henry of if, a
1: for,
2: portrait of a serial killer. Is it like that kind of movie? I haven't mm. seen it,
4: so I wouldn't know. Oh,
0: I would say. I'd say that's probably what they were, were attempting. Um, I think uh, I, I think this is even grimier than that one. To tell really? Because
2: that movie really makes me feel like I need a shower. Yeah.
0: yeah. Th- this one will, too. Yeah. This okay. one definitely will, too. But um, I, I think that the um, there's some more gore and graphic stuff in Henry Portrait of Serial Killer. This is just more like... If you actually killed somebody, it doesn't go very neat and very easy. You know, if you're trying to strangle somebody, it's a, it's a struggle, you know? And I think this kind of shows a lot of the struggle and the, you know, um, bodily fluids that come out when mm,
1: stuff, yeah. I mean,
0: it, it's just, oh, it's just rough. It's, it okay. is, it is, but it's not for everybody. So, but props to
4: the main actor, though. Like, I like. I don't know if you looked him up afterwards. I was so interested. I looked him up, and I was like, "Damn, son! Like, how did you <laughs> yeah. the play in this dude?" So, I, you know, and yet again, foreign films—they go there, and yeah. it's you know, if you're okay with going there, it's it's an interesting watch for sure.
0: Was. Was this a a German film? I
4: believe it was German, yeah, because I believe so. I can actually look it up right now. I have it on my letterbox. Yeah, Um, yeah, I believe it was a German film.
1: I'm looking here. Yeah, Germany and and France.
4: Germany and France.
0: But, um, yeah, definitely, uh, I mean, here we get sex and nudity, severe. Violence and gore, severe. Profanity, severe. Alcohol, drug smoking, severe. Frightening, intense scenes, severe. So it, it's, not, it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> no, so.
4: definitely not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to look this guy up. Oh, are you kidding me?
4: I know, I'm telling <laughs> you right now. I was like, holy shit, this kid, he's a good actor, man. To pull that off and the makeup people, like oh, even yeah. all the actors, like some of the, um, the ladies that were in it, I looked them up on I am. And BD and like I was like damn these ladies <laughs> really got like yeah. brought down for these roles like they so definitely whoever did the makeup on there knew what they were doing because that makeup I think is the hardest makeup to do it's trying to make someone look slummy yeah. and look like that's how they actually are like I major prop for makeup artists because like I think it's I think that's tough to do and they did a really good job in this film
0: they certainly did yeah so and that's on Shutter. so if uh, anybody wants to to watch it it's on shutter. <clears throat> All right, my turn. All right, um, should I go with one good one and one bad one? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, no, I'm gonna go with two good ones. I'll start the good one, good one, bad one in a in a while. Um, I saw the Invisible Man at the theaters before everything got shut down. Anybody else see it?
1: Sure yep. did. Yes, <laughs> it was good. What
0: would you say?
3: It was good. <laughs>
0: you liked it? Did you like yeah. it? Yeah. I, I enjoyed it uh, immensely. I mean, it was a good uh, fresh take on the, the Invisible Man story. Uh, it, it's going to get some um, comparisons to Hollow Man. Um, because, you know, I was I was thinking, by the way, this is a much better movie than the Hollow Man. Uh, Hollow Man is more of like a, I guess you would call it an action-y thriller this is. I was. Almost, I was telling my wife when we were watching this. I think there's going to be a twist. Like, like, she's got. He was working on this suit or whatever. But I think he's actually a ghost. You know, I wasn't sure. You know, uh, so it kept me guessing. Um, it's it very well acted. Uh, very well shot. The I've seen some behind the scenes stuff of how they did the Invisible Man stuff. Like when she's getting pummeled in the kitchen. Um, and how how cool that was to to shoot and, and to make that happen. Um, I I would say this. I, I'm not a big uh, what's her name Elizabeth Moss.
2: Elizabeth Moss, yeah. yeah.
0: Is she like she was from Mad Men and or whatever? Handmaid's Tale. I, I definitely don't think she is uh, the most attractive actress, but man, she she did a, a great job in this movie. I mean, she convinced me you know that she was uh, terrified and then it does have a little twist at the end um, that I thought was uh, you know, well-deserved and, and kind of gives the, the, uh, the lady a little bit of uh, uh, triumph, a little bit of victory, which I I liked. Um, So tell me what else uh, you guys thought about it. Uh, Heather, what'd you think?
4: Sorry, I was just on mute. Um, i really enjoyed it i we did uh we covered this as well on fresh cuts i actually led the whole spoiler section was like my big time to shine Um, and she did an amazing job i'm gonna add thanks scott um i really i really enjoyed it i I thought that the story was a little predictable Mm
1: -hmm. but you
4: kind of knew that if you watched the trailer you know, like, I, and I watch trailers. I'm not one of these people that don't watch it. Like, I will still go see the movie. Mm-hmm. But I thought the special effects were really well done. I thought Elizabeth Moss was incredible in her role. Um, mm-hmm. I thought some parts were cheesy. Like, there's um, there was a part towards the end that I thought was a little, like, ridiculous. Um, is that is that, that the
0: part I was talking about? Were like, the security
4: were... guards part?
0: Yes. Well, wow. yeah. I uh, no, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah,
4: where like I kind of felt like it was like all right, guys. Like I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but and, and you know I felt like the ending. Eh, I thought the ending was a little blotchy, but like those are minor concerns. It's still I think my number five that oh. I've enjoyed. So like you know i if I'm if I look at it holistically, I enjoyed watching it in a theater. I thought it was a, it was worthy of a theater watch myself Mm -hmm. and the theater was packed unlike when i went to see fantasy island and the theater was nobody (laughs) um and not that fantasy island was a bad movie i just think that this was a much better movie
0: Mm -hmm. yeah here's something that i don't this is what people do man. they they overhype stuff and the invisible man was getting like Oh, the best movie in years and the fresh, t- you know, and all this stuff. And Lee L knows how to, d- and it's a good movie. It really is a good movie. I enjoyed it, but like, I'm hearing like, Oh, this is a great film. Like it's like the top of the, you know, and I just don't see that level because it was pretty predictable. That's why I was saying, I was thinking, there's got to be a twist here. Like, well, you know, there kind
4: of is, but eh, it's kind of a weak twist. Yeah. It's like a thrown in twist.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I kind of saw that twist come in, If that's what you're talking about, like, you yeah, know, but I, I um, I, I just was, I was hoping like there was kind of a supernatural element going on here or something to make it different than, you know, say hollow man. Or something like that, where it's some sort of a science scientific breakthrough or whatever. But yeah. You know, did you enjoy it, uh S- Scott?
5: Uh yes. Yeah, I had a blast with it. I also got to see it in theater. Um and I was on the No More Room in Hell with uh Heather when she made her debut. And yeah, I really thought this was a uh really good movie and a great representation of how people act, uh after being abused, like, the effects of, that it has on them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I I thought this uh, definitely showed some of uh, Lee Winnell's skills because Heather thought that scene was cheesy, but I actually uh, quite enjoyed it and reminded me a bit of his other film, Upgrade.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and Definitely uh, but, some gunplay in there. Some Yeah. Fight. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah, I thought this was a great film. Like I pretty much agree with everything you guys said. Well, good film. Cause yeah, yeah. it's probably in my like top ten right now.
0: Yeah. All right.
4: Can All right. I get my two cents on it? Oh, I was just coming
5: to
1: you. I was just <laughs> coming to you.
4: You're the invisible man in this situation, yes. <laughs> You're two cents
1: on
4: it. Yes. I,
1: I
2: really, really enjoyed this, but probably for a little bit different reasons than you guys did. I've been pretty open about the fact that I was in a, my last marriage was a very abusive relationship. And I saw this kind of thing as like a metaphor for anybody who's ever been in a relationship like that, even maybe not quite to that degree, but I literally did the leaving in the night with the clothes on my back, all that kind of stuff. And the way that I saw this is once you leave someone like that, they're never gone. They're all like, it's been 11 years for me. He's still here with me all the time, you know? And the whole thing where, You know, like, you know what was going on that whole time. But the people that tend to be abusers, like, are really big on keeping up really good public appearances. And so when you finally leave that person, everyone thinks you're crazy. You made the whole thing up. There's no way this person was that horrible. Look how nice they are and how great they are and wonderful they are. And you know what they're really like. But you can't really get anybody to believe you. And so I thought this this whole thing was just a really great and everyone who's ever been in that relationship dreams of giving this guy their comeuppance right and it never really happens and she kind of gets to do it in the movie so looking at it that way I thought it was a really good representation of all those kind of feelings and what it what it's like for the person who leaves that kind of relationship and how hard it is to assimilate back into society and basically start your life all over again on your own because you lose your friends you know they 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 look for somebody who's easy to isolate and your friends become their their friends become your friends. So when you decide to leave that person, you have to totally start your life over again. And I thought that was a really good representation. You have to rely on the kindness of others and the few people that will believe you. And it's kind of what she went through. Mm -hmm. Um, And plus, I thought the CGI and the, you know, the the outfit, the whatever you call it, that fiber optic suit was really cool. So.
5: Yeah, that was really clever. Uh, I thought that was a really good modern take. Yeah, yeah. Well said, it. though.
4: You nailed well, exactly well said, what Tammy. that movie yep. was. <laughs> nailed it.
0: They're never really gone.
2: They're not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. I
2: still, like, if I, like, little things that used to, quote, get me in trouble, I still don't leave things out of place. or You know? And it's how many years now?
0: Yeah. It almost, never... at the beginning of this, was almost like sleeping with the enemy.
2: That's exactly what I said. I turned to my cousin and I said, this is sleeping with the enemy. Uh-uh. Never, move, never move to a house on the ocean with a guy. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like, just don't do it.
4: What I thought oh. was better, though, than sleeping with the enemy is this showed what real abuse does to you. Sleeping yes. with an enemy, Julia Roberts goes and so she finds this other dude and she's putting her yeah. life back together. Like This woman was wearing baggy clothes to hide her body. She didn't mm. want to draw attention to herself. And that's what victims do because they're afraid and it's Mm -hmm. a shell and when her sister shows up and this is early on in the movie so it's not a spoiler she freaks out I have a plan you have to follow the plan we have to follow the plan like that is all very realistic Tammy you nailed exactly what this movie was and is and I think this is we talked about whether this is part of the me too movement or not um, and in Fresh Cuts, and I think this is part of the Me Too movement that is saying we need to, like, empower ourselves, man or woman or whoever that's in abusive relationship, because it does happen to men, too. Yeah. And it's just different abuse sometimes or sometimes it's the same. And I think this was a really realistic representation of it. And you just how you said it was just perfect.
1: Yep,
0: agreed. And I will say this. This had one of the biggest shocking scenes of the year. Yeah. The, oh the restaurant scene? Yes. Did, yes. Not <laughs> Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. My wife and I were sitting there, we we're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it was great. That was great. So, all right. Uh, my second one is not a movie. It is a series. And I know Taminator likes series. Yeah. Do um, you guys I'm ever watch any from series? Me. Am I stealing from you?
2: Yeah, you probably are.
0: Say, I doubt it, but we'll see. Okay, um, it's uh, it's HBO's The Outsider. You stole from me, did I? (laughs) Yes, um, this is a a mini series. Well, I guess it's just a short one season series, so it's not really a mini series. There's 10 episodes, it's all over, so you can go and you can binge the whole thing. It's based on a Stephen King um, uh, book, and it is about uh, uh, there's a murder of a child and a man gets uh, arrested. This is played by Jason Bateman. He gets arrested because there's so many uh, eyewitnesses that saw this guy with blood and they saw him in the um, uh, strip club and he was just dead to rights, right? But that's not really how it goes. There's actually a, what is it, a shapeshifter? Is that what you would call it? Yeah. Some, uh, uh, an like, entity that, mm-hmm. that takes the form of anybody at once. Uh, all it has to do is like scratch you um, or like break the skin or something. Um, and it can be you. I guess it t- uses your DNA or whatever. Uh, and so. Yeah, not
2: only did people see him, they had his DNA and his fingerprints and his hair <clears terror throat> at the crime scene.
0: Yeah, because the thing
2: replicates you completely. Yeah, the
0: shapeshifter replicates you down to the DNA. So, um, uh, it's about it's kind of like a police procedural, and they bring in, um, uh, she's not really a psychic, is she? She's she's kind of like a, um, uh, uh, she's like a real OCD, uh, kind of person, but she
2: she's 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 on the starts to believe she
0: unravels this, yeah. But by she's the way, she's kind of
2: like a, a female rain man almost, where like she's got that photographic, and like once she's heard something, she'll you know could tell you, like, did it rain on a Tuesday in 1962, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, like, she remembers yeah. everything,
1: yeah.
0: And uh, she's played like incredibly. Um, what is the uh actress's name? She's the one that played um Harriet in that movie, the Harriet yeah. uh, Cynthia, um, Arivo is her name, and yeah. She, there's, there better better be an Emmy, uh, yep. at least a nomination, in there for her because I thought she was great. Um, yeah, so there's there's this, like, police procedural, but there's also, like, the supernatural part that's happening. And it's really, really, really well done. Every single part of this I, I loved. Uh, it's only got a 6.4 out of 10 average on IMDb. IMDb ridiculous. Which, which I think is ridiculous. I think this yeah. is one of the the better made uh, uh, horror, you know, thriller TV shows. I mean, um, it, it doesn't get, uh, you know, too, too graphic, even though it's on HBO. Uh, but it's it's really good. It's really good. So please, if you have not watched it, this this is another great time to get a a, a 30 day free preview of HBO and knock this bad boy out. Um, Yep, so it's called uh, The Outsider. Scott, Heather, have either of you seen it?
5: I have not. Oh, i
1: sure.
5: I have been hearing great things, though, so this is going to be on my list to check out at some point. Yeah.
0: I mean, uh, some people don't like series. It's just too long uh, to commit to. But
5: Yeah, that's uh, usually me, but like, I got nothing but time on my hands right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, oh, no, you know what? I'm, I was wrong. It has an 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, that's was a little bit better. At,
1: I, yeah. I was better.
0: Yeah. I was looking at the movie Harriet <laughs> with, the, with the lady. <laughs> well,
2: but, Harriet was better than a six point something, too. That was really good. I've never good. seen it.
0: I didn't see it's it. Very I good. Okay. I'll watch it. But yeah, <laughs> so there's, there's some really good uh, actors in this thing. My, one of my favorite actors is Jason Bateman.
2: That's my boyfriend right there. Your
0: boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> yes. and uh jason bateman is is uh, he's in this briefly he's kind of like the guy that uh, gets accused um but uh he also directed two of these episodes he's kind of moving into the directing field but he's one of my favorites he's always good at and i'm sorry but you got to watch ozark and, and on netflix too do you, you watch that right Mm-mm.
5: i have not oh my
0: <laughs> if you like crime drama thrillers, you got to watch Ozark. The third season is getting ready to come out. So, anyway, uh, back to Terminator. One more
2: thing about Outsider. I'm a huge Stephen King fan, as everyone knows, and this is one of those rare instances where this was actually better than the book. I kind of put off watching it because I didn't love the book, and I really loved the series. So, cool. Highly recommend. I will. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get out of the new releases here a I'm going to go back to 2012 and I watched a Korean movie called Horror Stories. Anybody mm-hmm. seen it?
4: Never no. seen it. No, what? I'm intrigued.
0: <laughs> okay. You know me? I, think, and I, I think I've heard of it, but I've never seen it.
2: Okay, th- okay. This thing is so good and I caught it on Sling before. Sling has a channel called Watch It Scream. Which, uh, my sling is shut off and I don't have them anymore, but, so, anyway. It was on there, like, two weeks ago. So this is an anthology, subtitled, of course, because it's Korean. And the wraparound story is this girl is abducted by a serial killer who, in order to, for him not to kill her, she has to tell four of the scariest stories that she knows. And I, okay, these, uh, Korean people can just do something with horror that's just, I don't know, just, <laughs> They can just make a face, and it doesn't, like, they don't even need CGI, okay? They can really come up with some horrifying imagery. So she sets off about telling these four, the four scariest tales that she knows. And the first one is called um, Don't Answer the Door, and it's a story of these uh, eerie things happening in a house when a brother and sister are waiting for their mother to come home, and she calls them and gives them one instruction, and it's Don't Answer the Door. And the second one is called Endless Flight, and a flight attendant and a serial killer are the last ones left on an airplane mid-flight after the serial killer kills everyone on the plane, including the uh, pilots and everybody. The third one is uh, Secret Recipe, which is a retelling of a folktale, I guess, which I'm not familiar of, where two stepsisters fight to marry a wealthy man who is also a cannibal. And the last one was Ambulance in a Death Zone, and it's the survivors of a city filled with a deadly zombie virus. Each suspect each other of being infected while on a ride together to the hospital in an ambulance. So it's really, really, and then the wraparound story is her trying to stay alive. lot. Yeah. And the second one is the latest. Hold um, up. Hold
0: in, up. You, yeah? you would be happy to know that there is a Horror Stories Part 2. What? I did not know this. And A Horror Stories Part 3. Well, yeah.
2: now I know how I'll be spending my COVID vacation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they're available, but they they exist.
2: All right, you want to introduce it? All right, Landonator's going to introduce the next one.
0: All right.
3: Uh, so our next movie is Crawlers from a Hulu the into, the,
1: into, into the, the
3: dark. dark. Exclusive. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Nice. <laughs> You want to tell it, or do you want? Yeah.
3: Okay, go ahead. Um, it it was it was a really good movie.
2: and... Tell a little bit about the story, but don't give it away. Okay.
3: So, um, these college kids are.
2: It's, <laughs> it, it's hard when you're staring at the microphone. I get it. College kids go on a pub crawl.
3: and they go to this party, and their friend gets think think get kidnapped by this guy, then um they f- the have this friend that <laughs> knows about this meteor that crashed and then when they go there he has a this the guy that tried to kidnap him had a has a chunk missing out of his leg and then there's like then they figure out like that wasn't him and like there's then they figure out that aliens have taken over the world and duplicate themselves and then it just all goes down from there.
2: That's exactly right. It's kind of like a invasion of the body snatchers, but made with uh, club kids on a pub crawl for St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Did and it's, you, did you like it? like
4: a it? story of my life.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Landon's too, you know. He's speaking from experience here. That,
0: that sounds like, that like you your man. life before the self-isolation. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. more pub crawls right
2: now.
4: That's what <laughs> led to the isolation. Right.
2: So what would you rate it? What'd you think?
4: Um,
3: a five. Okay. And uh, I would say
2: a five out of thing? ten, or a five out of five. <laughs> five
0: out of ten. Five out of twenty. Five <laughs>
3: out
0: of twenty. <laughs> well, there you go.
3: Right, you
2: said, <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it's not. 20, I so think
0: I, that the I think that the rating system needs to be, you know, honed in. But no, you, it's, you're on to something here.
4: Yeah. You know, move, move I'm going to rate you yeah. out of twenty.
2: That would be like a two out of ten, right? Like a two out of ten? Right? Yeah, like a out no, of ten. No. no. Okay, so
0: out of ten, how many? What would you say? Ten, ten being the best, one being the worst.
1: Six?
3: Yeah, six.
0: Okay, there you go. I mean, there. you know,
3: it's, I like though
2: all those Into the Darks. This one's kind of in the middle. It's not great, but I think everybody's going to be working through their cues and needing stuff to watch. This isn't bad. Isn't it like,
0: um, it, it almost has like a zombie flair to it, doesn't it? Like an infected kind uh, of foot flare?
2: Kind of. Yeah, because they have to bite you in order to replicate you. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of biting.
0: Again, I, I watched the first 10 minutes of this and then had to, something distracted me, like squirrel. And then uh, I had to, uh, to, to go back and revisit it. So I will. Did, uh, Heather or Scott, did you see it?
5: Uh, not yet. Actually, uh, Heather and I plan on like when she comes to visit. We're we're watching all the Into the Dark's together because she can't uh, watch any of that oh, they stuff. They can't cool. do
4: that. In, that no
0: Hulu. Hulu in Canada.
4: We got. They have no, no Hulu. We just got DVRs or Blu-ray <laughs> players last week, Mark Nato. No,
0: we you honestly really don't have Hulu in Canada? We
4: honestly, I I tried to sample it with Scott's account, and um, no. Block. No, yeah, dice. Like, they were like your bin is Canada. Stop messing with Hulu. Yeah, cause <laughs> we, we were actually going to try
5: watching uh, Crawlers together, like um, through Skype and everything. And yeah, like she couldn't even watch it, and I had to look it up. And yep, sure enough, Hulu just doesn't exist in Canada.
4: We don't have. Wow. It wow. That is
0: absolutely ridiculous.
5: Yeah, so we're saving those for when she comes to visit next time. We're just going to binge watch a bunch of them.
4: So in 2021, cool. when the borders are open again, <laughs> right? <laughs> I <Chief laughs> We're going to go watch about 10 Hulus, so it'll be great.
2: (laughs) These days, I would pick Hulu over Netflix. It wasn't always like that, but right now, I would pick Hulu over Netflix.
4: Oh, really? Nice.
0: Mm, I don't know about that. No one asked you
2: either, did they?
0: (laughs) They didn't. Wow. (laughs) They didn't, but you got my opinion anyway. (laughs) What do you have to say about that? Oh, I love this. You know what? It's been nice having Tammy on the show for a while, but I think we're gonna need change. Anyway, uh, just kidding, Taminator.
2: I know, you know, I love
0: you. Was that your two?
2: Um, yeah. Two? Oh wait,
3: Landon has one more thing to say. He says, "Oh, okay." There's one part in the movie. There's kind of you can guess it, like the part where their friend. What is it? What,
2: friend, I don't know what you're saying.
3: Chinese girlfriend.
2: Oh, where she turns and they don't—they're yeah, trying Chinese to guess. Chinese girlfriend. Does she have COVID? <laughs> oh
3: no!
1: Sorry. <laughs>
2: you don't want to give it away though, so you can't say too yeah, much. Yeah.
3: It—you can kind of guess what happens,
2: but they keep you guessing on who's turned and who's not. That's for sure.
1: Oh.
2: And God. now, well, well, he. Yeah, okay. Obviously, the Chinese girlfriend. We have. There's a problem with her. But that's all we'll say.
3: It, there's a part in it where you ca- knew, kind of, but then later into the movie you kind of are starting to re-guess yourself, second-guess mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah,
0: that's right. Second Keeps you guessing. Guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keeps you on your toes. You know, Landonator, you're getting the hang of this, pal.
2: <laughs> you're getting the hang so of it is. this. Meet my replacement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. um, are you free next Tuesday without your mom?
1: <laughs> I'm just no, because you like,
2: okay. Well, quote, unquote. He doesn't do old movies because they give him a headache. So he's not going to watch that Hammer crap.
0: <laughs> I love <dumped> that. <laughs> right <laughs> yes. All right. Um, we're back to Scott. What you got, Scott?
5: All right. So yeah, this one. Uh, I watched it over the weekend, but uh, mm-hmm. Mom, mothers of monsters.
0: Yes, just watched it.
5: Wow, I was blown away by this film. Um it's actually currently sitting at my number one. Uh, really? Yeah. Really? I, yeah, this one I just the uh interactions between the mother and the son, because yeah, it's basically about a uh mother who thinks her son is uh gonna be a killer, so she's like constantly videotaping him and just like nonstop, but the whole entire film just keeps you guessing on like, okay, is she Really, a
0: killer, or what's going on here? And yeah, she's like, got a she's got a history too. Yeah, and yeah. <clears throat> you and you and find out more you about think, that. Is she, is she crazy, or is he really a psychopath? You know.
5: Yeah, and the way that they filmed this, like, and just the way the mother acted, especially the mother, I was really impressed with her performance because you could just see it in her eyes that she's just tired and exhausted, and like just doesn't even know what to do anymore, and yeah, the performances between her, her and her son are just phenomenal, and the way it all unfolds, and like, I just love the way it just goes, like, it's a quick paced film, like it seems like, and by that third act, holy crap, the stuff that yeah. happens in that just leaves your jaw hanging.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's, it's found footage. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so this is all the footage that of course they've found after everything has happened and they've kind of spliced it together to tell the story. But yeah, I mean, I definitely think the, the, the mother is the star here. I think the, I think the son was a little over the top in some spots. Um, he
5: actually reminded me of like friends that I had at that age. So mm-hmm. That's why I like, like I didn't think it was too over the top because I've had friends that acted exactly like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To yeah, an it extent. Was,
4: Yeah. Well, I think it was our generation, though, Scott. Like, honestly, we us being around the same age, and Mark Nato being maybe one year older than us. I think that (laughs) um, we had, like, I had friends like that too, that were that over the top, like that extreme.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So So, um, I don't know. How old are you guys? I'm 37.
4: I'm 38.
0: I'm 46.
4: I'm 51. Like one year.
5: (laughs) Yeah, one year. But I think
4: even that generation, I found that my generation, there were, I had friends that would talk to their parents that if I went home and talked to my parents like that,
1: yeah,
4: even if I did it now, my parents would still beat me and they're in their 70s. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I just think that that kid, I, I didn't think he, I, but I can see how it looked overacted, but I think that he he really portrayed being a very troubled teen very well.
0: A flair for the dramatic.
4: Yes. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. uh, It is definitely a well-made movie and is is worth watching. It it won't be anywhere near my number one, but I can see you know how how uh, it is for you. Yep. Absolutely. What else you got?
5: All right. Then the other one I was going to bring up that's on my don't bother list uh, (laughs) is. The Doctor's Monster. <laughs> Ooh. This one is on Amazon Prime if you feel frisky enough to watch it.
1: <laughs> frisky.
5: Uh, but it's 73 minutes long and felt all, just like Pixter felt almost like two hours long. And, like, I will give them props. Like, the acting wasn't terrible, but... Basically, it was like a almost like a retelling of Frankenstein in a way,
1: mm-hmm.
5: except like it was so so low budget, and they like Heather had said before. This is one of those films that didn't know how to utilize their budget correctly, mm-hmm. and it could have been made for like five bucks. Is how this looks like it just <laughs> like it looks like they went well. Okay. 30 bucks because it looks like they went (laughs) to the Halloween store and bought one of those fake metal masks to put on, like a half mask to put on Mm. the monster and that was what they represented as the dead Frankenstein's monster like that the skin wasn't pale like he looked exactly like a human except for had like this weird cyborg fake looking eye (laughs) and it was just so bad and just like bless their heart for trying that's all I can say. <laughs> it's it's not worth watching. I mean, it's free on prime. So, I mean, you're not losing anything if you're uh, you're not going to have to worry about renting it. But, yeah, definitely don't rent it just if it's free and you're feeling like wanting to watch 2020 films, I guess. Watch
0: it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, man, that's one that I, I started watching and it was so bad that it just kind of was on in the background. And I was like, I, I got to slog through this. Yeah, it, it's just so bad. <laughs> I yeah. agree with you, man. It's not good at all. Not yeah, much like, redeeming about it. The, yeah, the I've poster, already forgot most of it. The poster isn't absolutely horrific. That's about you know as, as much as you can give it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's about it. They they spent uh, four dollars and fifty cents of their budget. On the poster. And they only had 50 cents.
1: <laughs>
4: right.
0: For <laughs> oh, it's <that's clears throat> so true. <laughs> yep. Okay. Who we got? Heather.
4: All right. So um, a movie that I saw this week that I really liked and thought it was relevant was The Alpha Test. I believe yes. you mentioned this, Mark Nato, on one of your uh, Rotten Round Tables that it was coming out. And uh, I thought it was, you know, the acting in it is, is low budget. You know it, it's obviously actors that are kind of homing their craft, and that's fine um but I really liked the uh, the play on the AI um that that happens in this um and I just thought it was a very relevant. I'm I'm really into societal horror. I'm into class horror, <laughs> political horror, horror. Anything that talks about societal changes. So this was yet again my my song my song song or whatever you want to call it. I I really dug it. I don't know. I know Scott's seen it. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else has seen it. No, no. I know
0: Scott had mentioned to me that he thinks I would like it. I have not yet watched it. But, uh, yeah, it, it did uh, pique my interest. I like the, the premise.
4: I, I think that this is a movie, and, and I really am appreciating independent films more this year. And yet again, I think this movie uses its budget well. You know, at the beginning, you're kind of like, oh, man, it looks a little campy. But they, they save their budget for the scenes that they need the budget saved for.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
4: think that that is so important when you're doing like when you're not universal with a big budget or Bloomhouse with like all the money in the world or what seems like all the money in the world. You really gotta, you know, figure out how what is the message I want to convey. What are the sceneries that I want to have? How do I want these this this whole plot to come together? And I feel like this movie did it did it justice. I don't know if you want to add anything else, Scott.
5: Yeah, um, the performances from especially the. Sister and uh, the android Alpha. I really love the interaction between the two of them. And I will just say, though, Alpha, the looks of Alpha is very unnerving and unsettling. Mm -hmm. It's uh, very Uncanny Valley-like. Okay. But uh, I think that was what they were going for. But, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie a lot.
0: Sweet. Yeah, it's on my list. I got to watch it. I got to watch it.
4: I think Hopefully, by the next round-
0: yeah. Hopefully by the next round, by the next round table, I will have it watched. So, what else you got?
4: Well, the second movie I watched um, is Dogs Don't Wear Pants, and actually Scott and I watched this, and um, and um, I thought that it was an interesting foreign film. I thought it explored the the world of like um, it's a BSM, BSM? Uh, BDSM, B- BDSM, BDSM, mm-hmm. sex, um, as well as grief. Um, Very, very well. I did feel it was a little artistic for the sake of being artistic at times, um, which is a pet peeve of mine for films. I sometimes think films think if they put a bunch of bright lights in and pause scenes and (laughs) some Mm -hmm. cool camera shots, that makes the movie good. But I do think the acting in this was good. Um, you were curious to see about how things were going to go. But yet again, this is a foreign film on another heavy watch. Like, you can't just go into this with some popcorn and be like, I'm going to have me a good time and watch some dogs don't wear pants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you really, you really nope, it's have very to, heavy. like, you know, you have to be prepared that you're going to see some pretty disturbing things and really challenge the concept of grief. What I pulled from this is not really as much as the sex stuff, as much as I pulled the struggle with grief and change and and stuff and i do feel like foreign films tend to go there like mm-hmm. they tend to go there further than a north american film will go where the north american film like heredity will draw the line at a certain spot dogs that don't, don't wear pants will be like nah, no nah, let's hit Scott, hop scotch over that line and yeah, just let's hit Scott. <laughs> right, and let's just like go further and and see what we can do so i think it's a very interesting watch i i think it's a little tamer than the golden glove um, and I think you have to be comfortable with some pretty, you know, rough sex stuff that happens and so, talking about grief and stuff. But I do think it's a really well-made film and well-acted. And um, out of the foreign films i watched, because I'm going to get to my turds when we go around the next time, those two were definitely two of the better ones. Not, not going to be in my top ten, but I would at least acknowledge them as decent, entertaining films. Has anyone when else I... seen it besides Scott? Uh, yeah.
1: uh, Landon? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, I knew yeah, yeah, yes. cover your ears. <laughs> okay.
0: Cover your ears, they're covered. I am, I am totally into that uh BDSM sex stuff, <laughs> I'm just it
4: really makes sense. <laughs> so, into that
0: hardcore sex stuff. <laughs> I, I knew it, Mark Nato. I knew it.
4: You need to watch it, Mark Nado. It's gonna be <laughs> oh, your <sir>. jam. <laughs> yes. And we all one? knew that,
2: Mark, but I'm proud of you for coming out. I think that's really brave.
4: <laughs> <laughs> very brave of you.
0: By the way, um, uh, my safe word is <laughs> Taminator. <laughs>
1: Taminator! <laughs> Taminator.
0: <laughs> Mine
1: is four, and
0: it keeps
5: getting confused.
4: <laughs>
1: Did
5: you,
4: Did you see add this it? Got... Or no, um, I'm sorry.
5: Actually, Heather, I think you pretty much nailed this one on the head. Like, I I really enjoyed this as well. Um, like, it won't be in my top 10, but yeah, I, I found this to be a very fascinating watch that it's definitely something that people should check out.
0: Absolutely. Very nice. That was two, wasn't it?
4: That was two.
0: That was two. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you two. Two recommends. Two recommends. One, um, is a movie that uh, Mr. Jason Lloyd of Horophilia Network is in direct opposition to me. Uh, I said this is right up my alley and one of my favorites of the year so far. And his um, response to that on my Facebook page was, meh. (laughs) And I don't think so.
1: Oh, harsh
2: words.
0: (laughs) I'm serious. He said, meh. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's it's called Cruel Peter.
2: Does hmm. anybody I saw purchased? that you like that?
0: <laughs> Has anybody heard of this yet? I have not. No, it's
2: in my queue, I haven't watched it, it yet.
0: It is sitting right now at like my number six of the year. Um, you know, of course, uh, movies like uh, The Lodge, VFW, Color Out of Space, Hansel, Gretel, and Hansel, all those are are above it. Um, but. Man, this is this is a movie that uh, is right up my, aller, my alley. It's uh, I'm just, I'm just going to read the, uh, the synopsis to you. Uh, it's Christmas 1908 in Messina, one of the richest merchant cities of the Mediterranean. Peter, the 13 year old son of a rich English family, is notorious for his cruelty to children, animals, and servants. So basically, what we have here is a 13 year old who is just an ass. Okay, he likes. <laughs> He likes to be cruel to other kids. He likes to torture animals. You know, everyone calls him cruel Peter. And one night he is ambushed and wakes up in a coffin underground in the city's Gothic cemetery, buried in retaliation for his callousness by a servant boy from his mother's estate. When a powerful earthquake razzes Messina to the ground, uh, Peter is trapped and his whereabouts are forgotten until a century later. When an English archaeologist and his daughter arrive in the city,
1: Sisters, <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> mm, I'm
4: digging what this. We, what I we like got here? Of this.
0: Well, I like ghosty type movies, and I also like possession movies. And this is a little bit of both. Uh, it's, it's more of a possession movie, uh, like the the spirit of Cruel Peter possesses this archaeologist's daughter. Um, and let me tell you, I think this is a, a low budget movie, but it's really well done. It's really well acted. Uh, the teenage girl in this movie is really good. Um, I think it's definitely something that you, you need to watch, especially if you're like me and you like ghosty gothic like possession films, Th- this is one that that you'll that you'll probably enjoy. Nice. Not saying it's a perfect movie, but whenever I see something that was obviously an indie film, obviously didn't have millions of dollars thrown at it, and it comes out this good, I've got to sing its praises. I've got to mm-hmm. champion because mm-hmm. otherwise nobody's gonna know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch this on Amazon, you can uh watch this uh on iTunes, I think it's on Voodoo, Vudu, V-U-D-U. Um uh, I'm not sure if it's free anywhere. You might have to pay uh, two, three, four dollars for it. Uh, I rented it on iTunes, and I was not sorry at all that I rented it. You know, so uh, it's uh, it's just one of my biggest surprises so far of the year. That's Cruel Peter. Okay. Nice. Uh, and my next one is also available on uh, iTunes. And this, this one really surprised me. I, wasn't, I, I had not really heard of it, um, and I just took a shot on it. You know, it, it came up. It was new. The, the cover is kind of weird looking. It's a guy in a, a wife beater with, like, really big muscles and, like, a weird mask. And I was like, well, that looks like it's right up my alley. So it's called The Dare. Has anybody seen this? Oh, I want to see it. Uh, yeah, this is one that I've
4: been wanting to too. check out. It's
2: in my queue, yeah.
0: Yeah, basically what you got is uh, this guy is having a family night with his family, uh, like a game night. And all of a sudden, like somebody breaks in and knocks him out. And he wakes up in a basement with three other people and they're chained up uh, each in a different corner. And this guy who's on the, the cover in a wife beater, I mean, the dude is big and ripped. Uh, with this, it, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the mask is made of. It, it looks pretty cool. Uh, he comes in every once in a while, and he forces one of the captors to hurt one of the others. You know, uh, really st- like eye gouging and
2: mm.
0: uh, just like all soft. kinds. Yeah, yeah. It, very, that's what Landon very, just
2: said—it sounds
4: like Saw. Yeah. See, Landon and I—we get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, and then what you get as um, they're going through the modern era or the, or the present time, it kind of goes like a flashback. And they show this kid being brought up by a father who is teaching these things and kind of abusing him. And their father is played by Richard Brake. Um, if you don't know who that is, that's the um, uh, what's the guy in Three from Hell, the guy that replaced oh um
5: uh wolf today. something
0: yeah and he was also in 31 um, oh you know, richard in 31?
4: Britt. okay yeah. yeah he was he, the
5: main clown the main bad guy clown
4: Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. okay he's a good
0: actor
1: he really yeah he is. is
0: uh so he's in this and then it comes to light that these four people in this cell know this guy that's torturing them um and and it's just about how they, how they know him and why he's doing this to them. And I, I liked it, man. Again, low budget. It's not like uh, uh, millions of dollars thrown at it, but man, the acting is good. The gore in it is pretty gross in some spots. And, uh, I like the story. So give it a shot. Uh, it's called the dare. There you go.
5: Nice.
0: All right, back to the Taminator, and uh, let's, let's go ahead, let's make this our last trip around the, the Rotten round table. So anything that you want to talk about, get it out now.
2: All right, um, so my first one's kind of a PSA. I'm going to save you all from an, uh, wasting an hour and a half of your life. And this is The Night Clerk, and I'm bringing it up because I think it's kind of being touted as a horror movie. It is not. The only thing that's horrifying about it is Helen Hunt's freaking face in this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you have against Helen Hunt? Have you seen this? Have you seen her face?
0: I have not, but okay, the then. last time we <laughs> talked about a Helen Hunt movie, you tore her a new
1: one. Well, she,
0: <laughs> she deserved it. So, not
1: a good actress.
2: Yeah, she's not, and her face is so off-putting. Like, really, <sighs> really, it's bad. <laughs>
1: Wow! Um, but it,
2: I think I think the way that like the cover art is and the description they kind of make you think it's a horror movie. It's more like a crime drama, I would say. So skip it. Um, the second one, hold on. Yes, hold on. I'm getting summoned by the laminator. Laminator.
1: Laminator. <laughs>
2: <laughs> second one. Um, I really, really loved, and this is on Netflix, and it's a girl on the third floor.
0: Has anybody seen it? Mm,
4: I've heard of
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. What? Yeah. What is the
4: You <laughs> have not <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anywho
0: Landonator, you speak up. You tell
1: her. <laughs> uh,
0: so this um, t- it was okay.
2: Uh, okay, color out of space.
0: Oh my gosh, it is love, so much yeah. It is so much worse than Color Out of Space. Color no. Out of Space is a great movie.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with Mark Nato on that one. Sorry, Danny. It's okay movie. Heather?
0: <laughs> I
2: feel my it's okay. Hold
0: up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Everyone quiet. <laughs> <a good> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but I'm telling ya, you, see
1: everyone's,
0: everyone's, everyone's like... Yeah, Talking about is. CM Punk in this movie, like he's so great, and like he's the next Bruce Campbell or whatever.
2: No, no, I think that's who he's no. trying to be, and definitely he's not. However, I, I feel,
0: yeah, I'm not gonna steal your no thunder. on, it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead and tell us how great it is.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: I the, have either of my friends up there seen it?
1: I, I have, have not. Seen it. No.
2: Guys, I ah, oh, I need your backup any anyway. It's only got like a four point seven on IMDB, so apparently people are siding with Mark. I, I thought there, was-
0: there is a reason for that.
2: No, there's not. <laughs>
4: I don't and think actually- IMDB that seriously for ratings. I'll <sighs> be honest. I don't think it's it's the most reliable thing. At all, because I didn't love Color Out of Space either. I thought it was a good film. It was well-made, but I don't like Lovecraft. So that was all my James Mark, days, So, Mark
5: Nato, do you want to be on the Friday Nightmares podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> I need a new host.
0: Okay, okay. Did she just say, I don't like Lovecraft? I, uh-huh. I don't
4: enjoy it. It's not my uh-huh. go-to. I respect it. And I think that it's, it's, I understand why people like it. It's just not my go-to. <laughs> that's right. my reaction as well, Mark <laughs> This is me. This is me holding back. <laughs> I didn't say it was bad. I just said it wasn't my go-to. I'm I was very it. careful with sure. my words.
0: I'm just messing with you. Hey, everybody's got their thing. You know, that's fine. <laughs> I, I just, I just, uh, I don't know. I was, guess, I guess, let down by this one, by the girl on the right. third floor, because I would heard a lot of good things about it. And I just thought it was it was okay. It was okay. Wow.
1: It had wow. some cool.
0: It had some cool like makeup effects near the mm-hmm. end. Uh, but I, I don't think CM Punk is a good actor at all.
2: And... No, he was my least favorite thing about it for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I think he was trying to do yeah the Henry Rollins kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, he uh,
0: dude, he, if Henry gonna... Rollins was in this movie, I would have loved it.
2: It would have been better, but I think that's who he thinks he is, but he's not.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so, anyway, <laughs> it's a story of this guy who played by CM Punk. He and his pregnant wife buy this house, and it's a fixer-upper. And I believe the house itself is, is alive, and it has this um, – it doesn't like men. And as you go through the – so he shows up there alone, and he starts um, – to renovate it but we as the audience are let in pretty early that this house uh, seems to be breathing and bleeding and have you know body parts and kind of and so this this um, like pastor from a nearby church shows up and straight up tells him like this house doesn't like men you shouldn't stay here and he's like no, you know and of course he's Mr. Macho he's like no I got this and he continues on with his renovation and this girl shows up and kind of seduces him and stuff, and she's a manifestation of the house itself, and as it goes on, you kind of see, I guess this used to be, like, a a whorehouse, and so a lot of tragic things have happened there, and it seemed like, they don't quite tell you, but there was some kind of a setup where there was, like, this viewing thing, and, like, I don't know, they would watch girls perform the it doesn't seem like it ended well for any of these girls. They don't quite make that clear. but anyway, the the house has a very sordid past, and it's just kind of what ends up happening to him cause he's not
0: really a good guy.
4: And that's everybody
0: that. everybody convinced now?
4: Well, he's not that good of a wrestler. Tried, tried so I'm really win. happy that that <laughs> happens to him. <laughs>
0: Hey, I mean, I'm just messing with you.
2: I know you are. and I i don't. I, I know.
0: honestly would have rather seen John Cena in this role.
4: Oh, my God. No, John Cena's horrible. No, he can't John be worse is- than John Cena. John Cena, <clears throat> though, oh. is
2: kind of like that likable. He's kind of a likable uh, guy. This guy is not likable
0: at all. He, John Cena is like ten times the actor. But you
5: also is. can't see him, so that's, that's going to be difficult.
4: <laughs> oh, dad jokes from Scott. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I, you awesome. know what, Tammy, I really am. I'm gonna give it a second watch, and and maybe um, I might I might enjoy it more. Honestly, I might I might I might give it a second watch.
2: Actually, so. I'm surprised you. I, honestly, I'm surprised you didn't like it. To be honest with you,
0: I'm honestly telling you, I think the main reason is I didn't like CM Punk. I just, yeah, I just he, don't like He's not a good actor
2: I, I, like, He's like, not and he doesn't do anything to make you like him Throughout the movie either But you like ghost stories and this is definitely a ghost story
0: Yeah I'll, get, I'll give a chance Maybe I, maybe I, it had just been talked up And then I watched it and I could not I couldn't stomach him So maybe, maybe a second watch will, will help me So right. What else you got?
2: I uh, found this little art house kind of gem on Prime called Wonder Valley from 2016. Anybody seen it?
0: Nope. It's on my list.
2: It is very good. Uh, Definitely the same things I always say about these art house (laughs) movies. You gotta like that kind of thing. Uh, very, very, very slow. The underlying message is, as usual, toxic female relationships. These four girls go... um, Okay, so one of the four girls' aunt recently killed herself, and they go to kind of, like, close down her house that is out in the middle of the desert. And the normal trope, they get there, they take psychedelic drugs, and you don't know how much after that is real and how much isn't, but, you know, we definitely get a pretty good body count. Maybe some ghosts, we're not sure. Is this girl really going crazy? Is she really killing people? We don't know. So that was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one. Okay, I'll let you. Um, going back to 1966, you know, I got to get at least one of those in there. And this one is called Seconds. Uh, it stars Rock Hudson. Has anybody seen it?
5: <laughs> I have not.
0: I know it's what you're thinking. Seconds?
2: Seconds. Yep. Like. Nope. First or seconds. Seconds. Um, very weird. Like, Rock Hudson didn't make a lot of horror movies. He made two. He made this one and Embryo, and they're both very good. So this plays kind of like a, a, a really, really good Twilight Zone episode. Um, he, uh, there, In the movie, there's this agency. Like, if you're like a 50-year-old guy, and your kids are grown, and you're kind of stale in your um, career... These, they'll buy out your life from you. So they will, you go and you get, um, like, plastic surgery to make, you know, make yourself younger. You get a whole new job. You get a whole new life. And then they produce a body. You pay them $30,000 or whatever. And then they produce a body that you supposedly get in this horrible wreck and then... Your body is found in like a car crash or whatever, and you're not even recognizable anymore. And this is the 60s. So there wasn't like DNA and all that. So it was kind of believable. And then this agency then will give you a whole new life. So this kind of dowdy middle aged guy decides, yeah, I'm going to do this because his his relationship with his wife is kind of stale. His daughter is grown and out of the house. He's made it as far at the bank as he'll, he's ever going to make it. So he decides, yes, I'll do this. So he gets made into Rock Hudson. So now, and he's given this whole new life where, um, you know, now he's like a famous artist and he's extremely good looking. And it's just kind of what happens when you decide you don't want to, like, you see the grass is not necessarily greener on the other side. And they, kind of, these men that are kind of going through this then kind of realize, you know what, my life was really kind of better with my wife and my kids and all that, but there's no going back. It's kind of like the message of the movie, that it's probably not as you know, but there's a lot more to it than that. There's a lot of twists and turns in it, but it's really, really good if you like older movies like I do. Um, I'm
0: going to check that out. Free on Amazon Prime.
2: Yep. And it's really I mean, it's really smart and it's definitely, it's way ahead of its time, I think. And I don't hear about it that much. Really good, though, worth um, seeking out. Uh, the next one, we finally saw Boy 2. It the was boy, good. The Boy 2. I know we're a little <laughs> bit behind. <Yeah. laughs> um, so, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's uh, Katie Holmes and her son survive an invas- a home invasion. And they're like, okay, we want out of the city now because, uh, you know, obviously it's not safe to live here. And so, they... Uh, the Katie and her son and the dad all move to this like house in the middle of the woods and the boys outside playing and he discovers a doll in a casket
3: all with of all its outfits <laughs> in it yeah.
2: and, and takes it home and of course the mom's like well yeah let's bring it home I mean what could go wrong right and exactly. so uh, the, you know Katie the mom soon starts thinking that maybe there's a little more to Brahms than meets the eye <laughs> Um. Okay, we watched um, Midnight Man. Midnight Man. Anybody seen it?
1: Nope. Nope.
0: I think I've seen Midnight Man. Yeah, that's been that's a couple years old, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it's a couple years old. It just showed up on Hulu. Do you want to talk about it?
3: Yeah. It's about um these this girl named Anna. She goes up. Her um, Nana wants this mirror, so she tells her to go up in her grandfather's. Um, like suitcase to find a mirror for her, and she finds this game, and they then she called her friend Miles over, and they play it. And the midnight man, if you break any of the rules, he will either kill you or, um, take your worst nightmare, and make it come true. And that movie made me so scared that I told my mom to turn on the lights. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, he
4: did.
2: It's kinda like a a bloody Mary kind of thing, you know, and you you say these words and play this game and it makes this midnight man come and he can see into your like brain and see what your worst fears are and he makes you live it out and then he kills you.
4: See that would make me leave the lights on too, Landon. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, this is not the same movie that that I'm thinking of. Um, And I just wanted to make that clear to the to the listeners, there's there's a more popular movie that came out in 2017 called The Midnight Man. It was more of a wide um, a release, and, and it stinks. It, it's not good. Oh, this uh, did
2: not stink. And this is yeah. an IFC Midnight, which I've said before, yes. I have pretty good, good luck with those movies. And
0: This is yeah, from 2013, just... and instead okay. of The Midnight Man, it's just called Midnight Man.
2: Yep.
0: So, mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to differentiate those two, because as soon as you said The Midnight Man, my, my mind went to that other one.
1: But this yeah, one stars
2: this... um oh what's her name from Insidious? I just lost her name.
3: Anne from The Visit. Yeah, um, That grandma from The Visit. No,
2: she wasn't the grandma in The Visit, but
3: she... oh, come on, the, what's her name from all the the old lady in all the horror
2: movies? <laughs> from Insidious.
0: Are you talking about Lynn Lynn the show? Thank
2: you. Yes, she she's the star of this movie. She's oh, really, really? A, she has a really annoying character. Yeah, she does. She's not likable in this movie, but she's. The stars. So, um, yeah. And then let's think I think my last one, get ready for this. <laughs> so, this is a series. Now, the first, we only have one episode so far, but I think it's going to be really good. And the executive producer, believe it or not, is none other than Will Farrell. And this is called Motherland Fort Salem.
3: It's about these. anybody heard of it? Seen it? No. It's about these witches and they go to military school. So, back what? in the. Yeah, so that, okay, first
2: of all, all girls, all girls school setting, I'm there, witches, I'm there. So, in this universe, back in 1693, when the Salem witch trials were, instead of us uh, persecuting them all, our government figured out, hey, these chicks are valuable. Let's, you know, add another branch to the military. So now it's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and witches. And these girls who have descended down these bloodlines all the way back to Salem. um, So many of them are selected every year as they come of age and they go to the school and it's just another branch of the government, just like, you know, any other branch of the government. Um, Now this is on free form, but right away, they they have a mature content uh, thing at the beginning of it. And I mean, they, like, They go there. Um, There's like a mass suicide scene and uh, a little heavy on the sex stuff. But it's really, really, so far, I mean, there's only one episode. But it's, um, yeah, these witches are at the school and, you know, just how they're going to, I don't know what's going to happen to them, actually. But it looks like it's going to be really good. And, yeah, Will Ferrell, so who knew? I don't know, it's really good. Did you want to say something?
3: Yeah, there is a twist with somebody's friend.
2: Oh, okay. There's a twist with somebody's friend.. Mm,
4: interesting.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, so right now we're following three women who are starting basic training. That's as far as we've got. but
0: it looks like it's actually going to be really good. And what did you say Will Farrell has to do with it? He's a producer. Will Farrell
2: is the executive producer., huh. but there is nope. no comedy in it or anything like that.
0: What no that? no step-brothers, uh no nope. oh, comedy. God.
2: So many activities. No, no stepbrothers. Um,
0: Do we just become best friends? Yes.
2: <laughs> and I think that's it for us.
0: All right, Scott, you're up. All right.
5: Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I don't know if Heather was going to talk about this one or not, but I'll. I, I guess I'll start it, and we can go from there. Uh, live scream.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: Good movie. Uh, We watched this one thanks to your recommendation, and wow, this movie was really impressive for what like for what it was like. The you know basically they're playing a a guy is uh, streaming a video game that is supposed to be the scariest game out there, and he's doing like Twitch streamer style, and has all these people watching and following along in the chats. And for being a film that is pretty much just him interacting with a chat group. Wow. I was super impressed by this because you actually feel for the characters in the chat group. Like they build some really strong characters just through text, Mm -hmm. which is really impressive. Like I actually shed a tear for one of the guy's stories when he was talking to uh, talking to the main character. Yep. And yeah, I, This is right up my alley because I am a video gamer and I'm not into the whole Twitch streaming thing, but I know about it due to, you know, working for pop horror and all that. But yeah, I I just thought this one was just really well done. It utilized a budget really well. I want to find out if these games that he was playing are actual games that are out there or if they were made specifically for this movie because that if they were made specifically for the movie, that's really impressive.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they were. I think they were. Yeah, think that's that, what
5: I heard. That is insane. Because, yeah, this movie was... This one is in my top five right now. I loved this movie, and I loved the characters. And it just gave you this sense of dread the whole entire time while he's playing the games. And, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, Heather, do you have anything you want to say?
4: Yeah, I think it really talked about the way we depend and the relationships we develop through social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of my relationship with podcasters and... You know, everyone on this podcast tonight and other people that I've connected with that I may never physically see, but I have a relationship with and I care about. And I think that that really is captured well in this film. The relationships that we develop with people that we may never physically see in real life or what we, I guess, physical physical connection with, but you develop a connection with. And I think that's something that is very unique to this generation and i say generation i just mean years like people engaged in this and i think this movie captured that really well
0: yeah it really did yeah i agree and and i think it was only a matter of time before somebody made a movie like this I yeah mean, we started out with what unfriended that kind of just went with the social media type thing um searching remember searching did yep. you guys see that from, uh, was it last year the year before?
4: I didn't see it, but I want to see it. I haven't had a chance to see it. Oh, watch you need it.
0: to watch that. You need to watch that. It's not really a horror movie. It's more of a, uh, a mystery thriller. But, yeah, and then I-, I knew it was just a matter of time before they made something, like, gamer-wise. Uh, yeah, because my kids do this. My kids yeah. love to watch people play video games. And I'm like, yeah. I don't get it. I don't yeah, get I'm the this way. at all.
1: The well, Land you can playing a think?
0: video game. Yeah, Landon, do you like to watch people play video games?
3: No. Oh,
0: you, you do don't?
3: Though. Kind of. Yeah, you do. You were just you were just watching somebody play. Oh, I like people. I like watching people do play like playthroughs. Is that
0: the- yeah, where they like play through the whole play yeah. through the video game. Play right? through
3: the whole game, not little parts.
0: Not like little parts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because my kids are are watching people play, you know, Minecraft and watching people play. You know, Call of Duty and all kinds of other stuff, and of course, there's chatting going on, and there's um, you know all kinds of stuff. I I just don't get it, but I'm an old fogy, I guess. I watched you play video games
4: when I wanted to date them when I was in high school.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit different there. Hey, you want to come over and watch me play GoldenEye? (laughs)
4: Like okay, like Chandler?
0: Is that how
5: it sounded, Heather?
4: Yeah, it's not far off. And I'd be like, wow, this is so interesting. And like trying to look pretty on their couch. Yeah, that's totally what happened. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie.
5: <laughs> oh, oh <my> Amazing. <laughs>
0: How do you do that? You're so good at yes! that. Yes,
4: I said those words. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap.
0: You're going to sure. grow up and be a, a video gamer. Yeah.
4: I said that. But
0: <laughs> you totally should have. <laughs> yes. What else you got,
5: Scott? Well, I'll give one more uh, movie. Um, and this one is Pandemonium.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's on my crap, too. Oh, good. I'm not the only one. I was still so <laughs> looking forward to this, too. Uh, a, yeah. a killer with a panda mask. And it just did not.
5: Yeah. Oh, I hated every single character <laughs> in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to punch every guy that talked in this film. And it just, like, it's comedy is subjective, so this may be for some people, like, but I watched this and none of the jokes hit with me, it just was Mm -hmm. great, it just grated on my nerves. And, like, even, like, I love, because that panda mask that he's wearing is, like, very anime-like, and it's, like, kind of weird seeing him as a killer, which I like the look of it, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, the kills weren't that great, and his yep. one-liners were just oh, yes.
0: horrible. And most of the kills, I found, were kind of like, like off-screen. Like, like they're yeah. not showing you anything.
5: Yeah, and this is a slasher, so you'd expect yeah. them to be on-screen. And no, yeah. like,
0: they they yeah.
5: failed on that big time. And yeah, that one was just another one that I would recommend avoiding, if at all possible. Because it, yeah, it just did not work for me, but it might work for some. But it just wasn't for me. Um, I did watch uh, Cupid because our conversation on the last round, Rotten Roundtable had me interested, and surprisingly, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be. It actually kind of ended up being somewhat entertaining.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. I, th- I thought that uh, I-, I didn't like the look of the Cupid character, and some of the special effects were just cheesy as heck.
4: <laughs> like where he looked like a cutout figure? Yes. In the sky.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> but that said, it had some uh some good kills. It had some creepy moments. I, I thought it was uh I mean, for what it was, it was it wasn't bad.
5: Yeah. I I like it's it's not definitely not gonna be in my top ten, but yeah, I didn't uh, feel like I wasted my time watching it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then um let's see, what would be another one I can talk about? Oh, I'll talk about one that I watched today. Uh, my first time watching... Uh, now you can take my horror credit away now, but my first time watching uh, with the original Wicker Man.
1: Oh, yeah. Good. And,
5: yeah, because uh, Heather and good? I have challenged... What was that?
3: Is it good?
5: Oh, it is really good.
0: Might, uh, say, like, Christopher Lee, buddy.
5: Yeah, Christopher Lee does, just does phenomenal, but... uh. Heather and I have challenged ourselves to watch uh, only first-time watches as much as possible. And so Mm -hmm. that's been making me finally go back and see some of these films that I've been needing to see. And, yeah, I was blown away by the performances. I, you know, knew the story of it, but I did not realize there was going to be so much singing in it, which I am (laughs) a fan of musicals in general. So hearing all the songs and being like the the Irish folk music was really Mm. awesome. Yep. And yeah, oh. I just absolutely loved all the performances and yeah, I was hooked from the beginning with the story. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, not much I can say that no one else is ar- that everyone else has already talked about with that film, but I Actually, loved it.
2: I've i never seen that either, Scott. So I think Landon says he wants to see it. So is I it, think I'll put it on our list for, well,
5: it's, uh,
3: is it, is oh. it like the candy man?
5: Uh, no, it is not. Um. I would, I'm trying to, like, the only closest thing, and I hate comparing it, would be Midsummer, but that's not. That's yeah. what, I the think possible.
1: what How did you,
0: what?
5: I like, <laughs> a, <that's, laughs>
1: like I said, that's not no. the
0: best representation, but that's the closest yeah. one. It's, a, it's about a cult, you know, that's into sacrificing. Yeah. Is there two
2: versions of this one which stars Nicolas Cage, or is that the do- only one?
0: Nicholas Cage one is so much better. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm no, just kidding.
0: No. <laughs> oh, we it's we pretty bad. C- I don't
4: even know what we're talking about. Are we talking about Cupid? No,
0: we're talking <laughs> <No,
5: laughs> about the Wicker Man.
4: Man. Oh, Wicker Man, sorry. I I lost track of what you were talking about. <laughs> that was awkward. That makes sense right, why you're sorry. She laugh.
0: was still thinking about that guy playing Goldeneye.
4: I was. was I was playing. like, mm, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, Wicker Man. I, yeah, but I don't think you should compare it to Midsummer because a like, lot of people like, do that, um, and it's yeah. Yeah, they're not
5: the same movie, but no, that
4: was yeah, like no. I'm try- I was no, trying. I was, to- but
0: I get you. That 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 comes to mind when I watched uh, Midsummer. That that was a, yeah, this is a little Wicker Manish. And I would say this, Landon, if old movies give you a headache, <laughs> that that one might give you a migraine. Yeah, <laughs> that's true because well, it's movie. old and it, it also has lots of singing in it and, st- and I, I'm not sure. It's going to be, a, you might really love the last 15
5: minutes. He just
2: gave a disclaimer. It's only black and white movies that give him headaches.
0: So. Okay, oh. okay, Then
5: you're set. <laughs> you're set. <laughs> and I uh, wanted to let you know, Tammy, that the reason I watched it is because it is now on Netflix. Alright, then we will watch it. Nice. And uh, then I'll just mention another older film that I watched. I'm just trying to go through my list here. Uh, well, I guess it wouldn't be a uh, older film but speaking of musicals I did I finally checked out uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Great and yeah I was really impressed with this. I'm a sucker for musicals and this one had like some amazing musical numbers to it and the zombie gore was fantastic and the characters were all f- it's it just a lot of fun. I highly recommend it and it definitely hit like I could see this being on like a Christmas movie rotation list for me. Yep.
3: Me, me, and my mom started to watch it, but we didn't even make it to the zombie parts. She <laughs> said there was too much singing in it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I'm getting
2: called out, man. Yeah, yeah. you
0: are.
5: <laughs> yeah. Good job, Landonator. <laughs>
0: so you tell your right? mother we're gonna watch this. You're gonna enjoy it. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was fantastic, Taminator.
2: All yeah. right, we, all right. We will be. Watch- I will have. We can have. If we're still on COVID vacation in two weeks, I'll have Landon come on for an update. If we liked Wickerman and Anna, and then when he hates it, you can answer for yourself, Mark. Yeah, next week Tuesday. No, next <laughs> week Amber <laughs> week. Oh, what is
0: so... <laughs> next? Anything Tuesday? else, Scott?
5: Uh, nope, that would be uh, the last one I'll mention. <laughs> all right,
4: the
0: bring it all home.
4: All right, I I don't have that many. Um, the only thing I want to touch base on that's good is the room. I know you saw this as well, Mark Nato. You really liked it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was really, really well done. I'm glad that it's on Shutter and it's accessible for people. Um, the story moves quick and it gets re- into it right away and I think it really exposes I know, fantasies that we may have but the price that it comes at that. I don't know yeah. if you want to add anything else, Mark Nato.
0: No, I, I just... I just really liked it. I enjoyed everything about it. I, th- I thought it was uh, heartbreaking. You know? Yeah. In, in yeah. So I'm not sure how much people are going to think it's horror. You know? Yeah. But Heather
5: and I were both kind of questioning that when we were watching it at first. Like, this doesn't seem like much horror at first. And then
4: mm-hmm.
5: when things kind of
0: amped up, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It, does,
4: I, it does ramp up to a horror, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, it's, just, it's just my kind of movie. It's not for everybody, but. Uh, I think it's one of those movies that can kind of go under the radar, and it's it's, it's kind of one of those movies that um, everyone's going to talk about in December. Oh, did you get this in? Get this in before yeah. you know, your top yeah, ten totally. watches. You know, totally because it'll yeah. fly under the radar. So, yep. And, uh, and one thing I wanted to shutter. add. To this.
4: So you know, I think that yeah, you know, Scott, you've talked enough. Wow!
0: Damn!
4: You're
1: Mark David. You're my new host. Biff. I'm
4: just kidding. You and Mr. I love you. What's that? No, this is like this you've is the disrespect. You're fifth I I now, okay? Wow. Like it's hard. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> but the one thing I want to add just before I pass it over to Scott is that it's on Shutter for free. So there really is like, if you have Shutter, there's no reason not to watch this film. Like, it's it's not even like you got to pay extra for it. So, anyways, Scott, you were going to add something?
5: Oh, yeah, I was just going to, uh, before I was rudely shut down. But... <laughs> on, my ter- on my turn, yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's fair. But, uh, no, I was just going to mention that, like, uh, at first, like, that gets towards, like, the uh, second act. Like, it, things were, like, kind of ramping up. But at the same time, it was like, okay, this is really confusing. And I don't know how they're going to wrap this up. But, wow, I will say that third act. Uh, brought this up like really high for me because like they wrapped up all the loose ends to the story pretty dang well. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's a good yeah. point, Scott. Yeah, that's a, it's that's a, it's worth well-made. it. You um, get, and you, you really saw this before, didn't you, Mark Nato? Did you see this at like a film festival or something? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. You see everything. I have now just um movies that I wouldn't recommend. So I have one question.
0: Yeah.
4: Um. Has anyone here seen Jessica Forever besides me? Nope. I don't know you have... It's on oh. Shudder. It came out on February 14th, I believe. Um, I, I saw don't... your post
2: about it, so yes. I didn't watch it. <laughs>
4: yeah, don't. Don't. Um... But if you know anyone that does, I would, you know, or anyone listening to this podcast, if you have seen Jessica Forever, you can message me on Facebook at Heather Powell, and if you can explain to me what happened in this movie, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, it's it's a movie about uh, a it's it's based in France and it's based on orphan boys who are um, really really bad lost boys, and there's a female Jessica Forever that's like Peter Pan, that is kind of taking them all in. But it's a movie where nothing really happens, and I'm and I'm unsure of even why it's on Shutter, because um, there's really no horror in it. It's just a lot of movie. It's a movie of them sitting and squatting at people's houses and napping. Shoot. So like I, <laughs> well, I don't know not. Right like, <laughs> don't waste your time. Like I said to Scotty, because we're trying to watch all the 2020 releases, and I'm like, dude, like I don't know if you want to do this. Like it's not. <laughs> Like it, I didn't, that
0: is that is my favorite subgenre of movie is of uh, the <laughs> napping movies. Oh,
1: There's literally a, great... a scene
4: where they all nap together. And yeah. it's a thing.
1: Yeah.
4: And um yeah, obviously no one else is here has seen it. So I'm hoping I one day find someone that has and they can explain to me why it's on Shudder. If it's um, on
0: Shudder, I'll end up watching it, but I just sometimes Shudder can be hit or miss with some of those um, you know, indie
4: well, it's a foreign like film. It's a, house, it's a France film it's a french film yeah and you know they were promoting it on shutter and i'm like yeah okay shutter and like i i automatically assume it will be good that that's obviously not the right assumption to make anyway i don't know maybe someone else has seen it but so far i've never seen it discussed by anyone else except for me so maybe i'm the one viewer on shutter at this point <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anyway and the other one scott and i paid for so scott if you want to chime in on the wakefield project um yeah we uh we paid how much did we pay 6.99 yeah yeah oh crap you know i i'm glad i donated to the director because i think that you know it's it's hard starting out in the business and maybe sometimes you don't come out with the best movies um and get anyone that can act or a plot that makes sense, um, but yeah, it it really wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> don't six ninety
1: nine. Don't. I mean, mm, unless don't
4: you really, uh, like, unless I don't know. You really want to be like, hey, I'm an amateur filmmaker. I got two hundred dollars, and I want to see how you can make a film. Like maybe, like. <laughs> watch it then. Yeah, I don't know, Scott, do you want to add anything? Um, the only thing that
5: I i think I brought this up on our show too but it was uh, the acting was like a, getting ready to watch a softcore porn.
4: But I was uh, hoping it was going to turn into one.
1: You I, I would hoping, rather, you're waiting would for have that music.
4: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the acting was on par with one.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> it was just uh, there was just nothing that really happened and it just didn't wasn't really good at building tension and like i figured it the trailer made it look pretty good but you know that's probably the best part about it was the trailer
4: and uh finally we watched the grudge Um, oh yes yeah it's as bad as everybody says i was so disappointed because i really enjoyed the american remake um i also enjoyed um some other uh, original films like the uh, the Taiwanese film of Shutter,
1: mm-hmm. and
4: I want to watch the original uh, Ringu and the original Grudge. And this was I, I don't know. Apparently, the Grudge can get on a plane. <laughs> I didn't yep. know that was a thing. Um, it was and it was a shame because I feel like it was a mismatch of stories put together. And I was I was just really disappointed in it. And I watched it because I've said that I will see every 2020 theatrical th- theatrical release this year. And and it was um Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it really yeah. it really isn't a good and you know, I'm down with readaptations and retellings of stories and stuff, but this just didn't even make sense. And I you know, it's a ghost story, it's not a hard concept. And the ghosts that they put in, like they were the most like I was laughing out loud at them.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like
4: that's not a good sign. <laughs> you know, when you're like dying over laughing when a ghost is trying to scare you, that's usually not a good sign.
0: Yeah. And you know what, is, what the worst part about it is? Is that the director is the director from The Eyes of My Mother. Oh, really? And really? And, and last year's uh, Piercing, which is kind of like, a, it was a really cool um, Giallo type uh, film. I don't know what he did with this. Uh, I, don't know, I don't understand okay. how he lost his way. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't get it.
4: It's because those other
0: two films are really good.
4: You know, It's I think The Grudge is a pretty, like, basic story, you know? Like, it's not... A, like, these ghost stories aren't overly complicated. You really got to try to mess it up. Um, it's a shame. You know, this was yeah. an opportunity to, to do a retelling of it. Like, yes, we didn't need a remake of The Grudge. We probably didn't need the American version the first time around either. But, like... I am fine with remakes. I am fine with readaptations if it gets people into the genre. Like, great example, Child's Play last year. Yep. You know, that generation watching that movie is probably going to connect with that better than the Child's Play of the 80s. Yep. But this was not that case. One that just came out last year.
0: So, no, it was not. CGI. Right.
4: Yep. That's All it. right.
0: All right. Well, it's up to me to bring this home. Let
1: him have his I've
0: tree. got two that I'm going to uh, go ahead and, and say that you should watch. One is an indie film called Greenlight. It's um, good. This is about a, uh, this is a movie about making a movie, uh, which is kind of cool. This is a, a, a young filmmaker who wants to do his first uh, feature length film. Uh, kind of gets a hookup from a friend and introduces him to a producer uh, who tells him that I've watched your short films and stuff. and. I like it and you are going to direct my new horror movie. And um, so he's very excited to do this. And the first day or so on set, everything's going great. And the producer comes in and says, Hey, let's take a ride. And they take a ride. And the producers like "Um, the final death scene in this movie, uh, I need it to be real. Uh, Because the actor that is is in the movie is um, sleeping with his wife. So I need him to be dead. I need to you know, and don't worry about it. You just make sure everything is, is set up. I'll make sure the, the gun is real and everything. And, he, you know, so, um, and then it's like, like a blackmail type thing. You're going to do this for me, or I'm going to um, blackmail you because the guy had the, the head of the previous director in a bag in the backseat. And he had his um this guy's fingerprints and DNA and stuff, and he was going to set him up for it. it so it's kind of like a almost like a hitchcockian um, type thriller uh, and, but I enjoyed it because the guy was like very paranoid uh, and for an indie film, I thought it was uh, really, really well done, and I think you should uh, give it a chance. It's not like straight up horror, but it's a horrific situation so and here's one that I think uh a lot of people will enjoy if you like uh jallos. you guys like jallos?
1: Mm-hmm. I sure do
0: okay, so go on um Amazon Prime. you're gonna have to pay for it, but uh watch a movie from two thousand and eighteen called Abracadabra.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, it's uh I'm just gonna read the synopsis of the Great Dante. A prestigious prestigious magi- magician accidentally dies during a risky magic trick. 35 years later, his son Lorenzo, also a magician, presents a show at one of the city's most important theaters. From this point on, a series of murders will begin to occur that someone tries to pin on him. Lorenzo will have to find out who it is and why this person wants to implicate him. Yeah, this is uh, this is a really good movie. Uh, again, indie, um, directed by Luciano Onetti. Uh, And Nicholas Anette, and I don't really know who they are, but they know how to do a jolo. So if you're a fan of 1970s jolo, this is a this is a quick mover. It's about 70 minutes. uh, Lots of good bloody kills, um, and uh, yeah, very hyper stylized. uh, So I think you'll you'll like it if you like Jalos. It's called Abracadabra, and then uh, yeah. And then here's a couple that were just, eh, uh, ravers. <laughs> is is a new one? Just came out, I think, this past week. It's about a girl who's like a germ freak. She go, she gets convinced to go um, to this party, a rave, and there's these, uh, I guess they're like energy drinks or something that were left over at this warehouse, and people start drinking them, and of course it turns them into like rage. I wouldn't say zombies, but like killers or whatever. And honestly, there's so much uh, of that crappy. (laughs) 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 I was just like, that is enough of this. (laughs) Like literally there was like one 15 minute scene and it was that. I was like, I can't take this. I can't take this. It's not, it's not my musical palette, but uh, it's, it's a decent story, but there's really not a whole lot of good gore in it. That they really just left a lot on the table that they could have done. So, Ravers, eh? Um, here's a movie that I was so excited to see uh, because it's right up my alley. It's called Wolf. Anybody heard of it?
2: I want to see. It. Oh. I saw the trailer for it. I think I look. I wanted to see it. Is it not good?
0: Oh god!
5: Oh no!
2: Well what the
0: wolf 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 is um it's definitely an indie movie it's not big budget so i'm not holding it uh, accountable for you know it's it's low budget but it's it's set back in the uh days of the roman empire and it's about uh uh, a group of roman soldiers that are going through the woods and that are being hunted by a werewolf
2: yeah see that sounds so good
0: it's not what what does what doesn't sound good about that right i mean it's a period piece it's roman emperor, oh. empire empire it, it's werewolf okay first of all there's not really any werewolf huh. but second of all i am somebody who i am if you're going to do a period piece please make it um factual or <laughs> like accurate there's a roman there's like a a group of roman soldiers that are traveling there's a black woman who is a Roman soldier, and there's two other women. Women were not allowed I, to be Roman soldiers. Uh, let no, sure
1: sure no.
0: no. <laughs> okay, so I understand it's 2020. Everybody gets to get included, but no. if you're doing a period piece, you, you can't do that kind of stupid stuff.
2: No. Because it takes uh-huh.
0: me completely out of it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I, I, I was just kind of like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, gosh. But, uh, yeah, it's still not good. E- even if they were all men uh, or whatever, it, it still wasn't good. So I was very disappointed. That's too bad. Uh, Mr. Happy is uh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> really, really, really low budget. You said that you thought that one movie cost $5 to make. This one cost 2 <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: it was so bad it was so bad oh man um, exit zero bad don't watch it final cut is like a a slasher this guy's got a welder's mask on um sucks watch it. Nice.
1: <laughs> and, and then
0: and then the last one i'll mention is was really weird it's called shepherd and it's about this kid who's kind of like a, uh, um, what do you call it, a lone a lone wolf or a, a, an outcast. And he moves in with this new family, like a foster family, and he gets picked on uh, at school. And he basically makes friends with this guy across the street who's, let's just say, not a good influence. Um, and it, it kind of goes from there. He influences him to do things that he shouldn't do. Uh, and then he, um, I'm not going to spoil it in case anybody wants to watch it, but he does something and he kind of frames him for it. And it's like a, it was okay. It was like a thriller. It wasn't really anything great. It wasn't much horror in it at all. So, but if you like thrillers, you might like Shepard, but it it was all right. So that is all I've got. So there you go. All right, guys. Uh, let's, uh, Let's see, Heather, why don't you tell us uh, about uh, the podcast and where you can be found on the internet?
4: Well, you can find Scott and I at the Friday Nightmares podcast under the Kill the Cast banner on the Legion Network. And you can listen to Scott and I make fun of each other as well as talk about movies. Um, And we also do themes. So our most recent one was on equal creature features. And we're going to be doing a three-part series on Creature Futures, partly because there's a lot to cover, and partly because what else would you do with this wonderful time that we have on our hands? So, We will be recording this Saturday, and we also do It's Not Horror Okay, that's part of the Horrorophilia network, and we do that with Nudie from NFW, Venom from every podcast in the world, um, as well as Android Vision, who does his own YouTube show, and we just cover really cheesy 80s... Actually I think 80s and 70s right Scott cuz Mad Foxes was 70s wasn't it?
5: Nope that was 1980 but I think yeah, I think okay. it's 70, I think it's 70s to early 90s maybe.
4: Early 90s we might do and we do commentaries and it's extremely inappropriate so viewer discretion is advised. Um and yeah I don't can't think of anything else Scott you've done some stuff recently.
5: Um yeah the most recent episode of Bay of Blood had come out. I joined the the guys from there. Just uh, They kind of just ran me through the ringer with different horror movie questions um, and was putting me on the spot and had to figure out stuff, which was a lot of fun. Uh, then you and I, well, uh, you and I were both on the Horror Returns uh, podcast with uh, Lance Langford, Brian Stitcher, and uh, do you remember the other guy's name? I'm horrible at that right now.
4: I don't remember his name.
5: Um, but, uh, yeah, we ended up covering uh, three different 1983 films, and I was also, that was me returning to the Horror Returns, because I was on there the week before for their March Madness episode where we tried to figure out who was the best final girl slash final boy, doing like a March Madness style bracket. And I think there's more, but I can't think of off the top of my head right now.
0: So you're getting around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. You're kind of, kind of like I am podcast podcast. Uh prostitute or something
5: (laughs) hey if you listen to if you listen to our second episode of the friday nightmares i was offering to i was pretty much ready to go i'm like you don't need to buy me dinner
0: hey guys I'm, i'm just gonna let you know i saw your post on facebook where you're posting pictures of yourself and i tried to take a picture of myself and post it on there and realized as soon as i posted it there was a booger in my nose (laughs) <laughs> so.
4: <laughs> but I'm super excited to see what you look like now.
0: You you've seen what I look like?
4: No, I haven't seen what you look like. This is like the first time.
2: Oh my gosh, he's adorable. Wait till you see.
4: It's like him. everything I've ever dreamed of. Of what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it certainly is. I'm I'm right so.
4: now. When those borders open again?
0: Hold <laughs> on, I'm taking a picture right now. I'm, I'm trying to be as I'm trying to be as absolutely sexy as possible.
5: Oh, you don't even have to try, Mark. I'm gonna
2: pull up the internet. Heather, he looks he looks just like his voice. You know what is I'm he... saying? Oh my
4: god! Yeah, I believe that.
2: <laughs> Shut up, Mark. He does.
4: <laughs> his goes. wife is probably like, please stop. <laughs> 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 I have to live with him in quarantine right now. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, contaminator. Yes. Where can people find you? And yep. a little Landinator.
2: The Landinator would like to give one more recommendation if that would be okay. I was not in on watching this, so.
0: Do it. Do it.
3: It's uh, another Hulu into the dark. It's called Puka, and it's about this guy or the hottest toy of the year. He used to be the mascot for it, and the the suit starts taking him over and making him do stuff. He shouldn't. And he yeah.
0: I've seen yeah. that. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen it as well. well. It, it was one of the original Into the Darks. Yeah. It's a pretty cool yeah. little movie. And you know what I heard, Landon? They're doing what? a sequel. Did you like yep. it? You liked yeah, it? It was right?
3: it was the best one out of the into the dark.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're they're doing I, a new I really one. Enjoyed a it. Sequel. It.
3: Yep. Right yep. from the mouth of the babes.
2: There you go.
0: There you go. And you
2: can find me right here with this merry band of yeah, near do well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about on the internet? You have any uh, place? No, that- just
2: um, my Facebook or else the Horrorcast Facebook page, really.
0: Alrighty, alright. Well, uh, you can check us out on our Facebook page or my Facebook page, the, uh, the Mark Nado. You can uh, email us old school style if you want. It's AskTheHorrorcast at gmail Follow us on Twitter at the AgeCast or check us out on Instagram at uh, the HorrorCast. And I think that's about it. I'm thinking about you making a Horror Cast TikTok. What do you think? And <laughs> That'd be I, amazing. <laughs> then, I, then I could like then I could like dance around. Oh yeah, please you can, put some you can do it. yoga pants some on and dance around.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, now you kind of have to do it. So oh, okay.
5: yeah, I, I am going to be downloading the app right now and expecting this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah. You've been waiting a long time, pal. Oh, All right, well, that's going to do it. I'd like to thank you guys uh, for coming on, uh, Scott, Heather, and Landonator. Thank
4: you. Thank you for love you guys. It was so good to
0: blessing us with
5: your yeah. presence.
4: Always yes. nice to be back. Thank you. Yeah,
5: thank you, thank you guys for having us back on because it's always a blast.
0: All right. Well, we'll see uh, about next time because, I mean, you know, we're going to watch another 70 movies uh, in the next yeah, two right? weeks. You know, it's going to happen <laughs> yeah. unless, unless there's a miracle. So just don't watch any of those contamination movies.
2: Or if you know, has a lot of those right now. Me.
0: Yeah, everyone's like doing shows or doing a yeah. lot. I don't want to know anything about that right now. I just, I'm, I'm quarantined <laughs> and contaminated out. Yeah. Okay, so give me and something yes, no. Someone
5: watch Jessica Forever and get a hold of Heather. Someone
4: tell oh, me what
0: it's I'm about. I'm going to do it. I'm <laughs> going to do, do it for show.
4: Thank you, Mark Nato. Maybe you can explain it to me later.
0: All right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Horror Cast, where we're all killer, no filler. Stay scared.